26th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. <laughs> My name is Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well. I'm I'm ready to take a dive <laughs> into some trivia questions. Into some trivia questions with you and our and our good friend and and guest. Oh yeah, here today that's that's why I'm doing so well because I know I've got some delicious things on the horizon. Skylar's here, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome back, bud. Let me just go ahead and say real quick before you're allowed to talk at all, other than saying hello. Shh. You hush. I do remember before that you brought a sandwich, and it has never left my mind, 236 episodes. <laughs> I remember every day that the one time you were on and brought sandwiches, I was not here. I didn't and know. finally today, <laughs> this episode is called Mark's Reckoning. <laughs> I am going to get a delicious sandwich for my good friend. How long have we known each other now? Long time. Yeah. 20 years? Now. Now you at, at least 20 years. Oof. Yeah. And now... Finally, I get to eat one of your sandwiches. Well, I've had your tortas before. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but not. Yeah, you know, but you never had one of these. The classic. These are like Italian. deli style sandwiches. Oh, yes. Yeah. What the do we got? Sandwich. What do we got in store? Uh, it's just like a classic Italian. It's got uh, sweet ham. It's got hot cappy. It's got soppressata. Um, you know, it's got like a bunch of uh, marinated uh, s- spicy and sweet um, peppers. Oh, um, God some damn! Lettuce, some mayo. You know, tons of oil and vinegar. Do you have mayo on mine? Yes. Is that okay? <laughs> Mark will not be having a sandwich today. Wait, you don't eat mayo? I don't like mayo. Are you serious? I'll, I'll scrape it off. It's okay. I'll make do. I didn't know that. It's okay. I thought you did know that. He no did. mayo, yes, or ranch. I'm not a mayo. After guy. all these years, I've made you so wow, much food. I know. I How know crazy. We barely know each other after 20 years. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, it's. Delete it's, the episode. We're done. <laughs> and this makes it better. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a mustard mayonnaise mix. Like okay, a so- like that a sauce. I might be able no, to no, do. No, 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 because I was thought I thought I was getting an extra sandwich. <laughs> you, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> All That's right. my damn sandwich. Reverse psychology. <laughs> Skylar, thank you so much for joining us and, and also bringing us uh, some delicious sandwiches. We we miss you know being able to just run out and grab your food whenever. Yeah, you know, very much. Uh, Southwest Florida residents might remind remember your times at uh, Danger Danger. And then Death by Taco shortly thereafter. A couple of pop-ups at Nice Guys making your delicious fried mm-hmm. chicken. Yeah. Still some of the best fried chicken I've had in my life. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, I've moved from whole fried chickens because, uh, you know, I'm doing it all at home now just for me and my daughter to making like a lot of chicken nuggets. Yeah. So yeah. Delicious. Oh, okay. You know, just some chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. Oh, chicken see. Nuggets. Yeah. And chicken. Are chicken thighs your favorite part of the chicken? Hands down. Same. Yeah, hard same. As a matter of fact, Wingstop started selling thighs. Are they disappointing though? They are disappointing. I was Mm. very, very excited. Yeah, it was a short-lived. It was I. I was raised so high, but I was dropped so low. Yeah, I could eat chicken thighs like every day, bone in, boneless. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I love them. It's the best meat. What about you? They're great, but I do love breasts. I, I do too. It. I'm a breast guy. I had guy. this conversation with Dan um, from um, what's his podcast? 
Oh, we're talking about chicken? Oh, we're talking about, uh, you're talking about Mr. Doubled Feature. Yes, Double Feature. Just yes. had Max Double on uh, the next the, episode yeah. of Lyrics to Go. Oh, great. Also on Doubled Feature. Oh, looking forward to that. Yeah, I was cooking up with him the other day, and he was saying, we were saying how, like, I'm a, th- a thigh guy, and and I'm not a huge breast guy, but when the breast is good, it's mm. hands, it's amazing. But it's yeah. so rarely good. Yeah. That's where it's, I stand on that. It's basically our chicken meat of, of like, we've always got it in the freezer, basically, you yeah. know, ready to go. Um, but if we have, like, something particular that we want to eat, that thighs will be served, you know, then we will go get the thighs specifically for okay. that. Okay, see, I know? just buy thighs, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll figure something out to do with them. Yeah, sometimes I mix, you know, I'll do breasts and thighs. We'll make, like, taco bowls or something right, like right. that. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about yeah. fried chicken, chicken, what is talk. your take on public fried chicken? I like it. It's good. It's, isn't it? it's a it's a good it's a good benchmark for yeah. chicken. You know, it's better than KFC, mm-hmm. but it's not as good as Popeyes. That's interesting. I think I think I like it more than Popeyes, which okay. I love Popeyes. I wish that you could get that that Popeyes seasoning in public fried chicken I because gotcha. I think that that seasoning bumps it up a little bit. Publix, but, man. they're Non-breaded chicken wings are amazing. They are. They're so incredible. So fucking good. Yes. They're I, incredible. I eat them one, like almost once a week. I went bowling last night uh, with friends of the podcast, Fletcher and Kristen, as well as my wonderful girlfriend. And we went and we went to Olive Garden beforehand for, to sup, to dine. You were at Olive Garden last night? I was. Were you? I got some to go. Oh. But we might have crossed You might paths. have walked right in and walked right out while well, we were was, supping was in the other side. room. Oh, well, then mm-hmm. you might have been out in your Around, uh, What a domesticated dad. Curbside oh. Olive Garden pickup on a Friday night. We were there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Babe, you stay home. Life. You're not cooking tonight. Daddy's getting dinner. <laughs> Daddy's to taking a tour. <laughs> <laughs> going to Italy tonight. So Buckle anyway, uh, we ended up going to Gator Lanes, mm-hmm. and there was part of me wishing that we went to uh, to Cape Coral because yeah. Nemo's is known for their wings. Hell yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think they're as good as some other people make them out to be. Mm-hmm. I think they are very, very, very good, though. We're blessed with a lot of good places with good wings around here. Yeah. Come to Indeed. Southwest Florida. Have some good chicken. Come to No Nonsense Trivia. Nice Guys Pizza Trivia. We'll make a certified Mark and Skyler chicken wing tour oh, my for goodness. you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. I mean, I, I literally we, have. We can bring me along, too. I have 20 years bring in the chicken me. wing business in this town. And think of all the chicken wing places I've worked. If anybody knows chicken wings in this town, it's you and me. Yeah. So listen, fly to Florida. It's 150 bucks. Mark and Lee and uh, Skyler take you out on the town to three of the best chicken spots. We'll show you around. We'll shoot the shit with you. Just $150 per person. Damn, he's got the business model figured out and everything. All right, yeah, come on down. But don't forget to stop by for trivia. I do want to give a shout out to Paul. <laughs> yes. Who came out to our trivia from out of town. Let's talk about Paul. This week. Uh, thanks so much, Paul. It's always a joy. It feels like we're really getting back into it now, post-pandemic. Beforehand, we had some listeners that were you know, flying into town and stuff, and then the pandemic threw a lot of people's plans and lives totally into chaos. So let me tell you my Paul and, story. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting at the bar at Nice Guys. I got there a little early to grab a salad. Oh, real quick. I just wanted to wrap that up and say oh, it feels like we're getting back into the swing of things. Here. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sitting at the bar. I'm eating, I'm eating my salad. And a gentleman sits next to me and he goes, you're Mark, right? And I'm like, yep. And uh, he goes, my name is Paul. I listen to the podcast. And I was like, oh, completely taken, like, you know, completely blindsided. I was like, where are you from? And he says, I'm from Montana. 
you, you ah, imagine my surprise. So he used to state. live locally. Mm-hmm. He moved to Montana, the Big Sky State. Yes, and um, a friend of his was, his was a listener. Got him started on it, and then he heard it during the episode that we mentioned Pointy Bell, and he was like, "Wait a minute, I'm from there," and uh, <laughs> found out that he was from the uh, area where we do the podcast. So when he was down here visiting, he stopped by my trivia. I said. Tomorrow night, you've got to go to Lee's Trivia. Stop by there. Say hey to him. And so I gave you the heads up. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I guess, you know, obviously he's here visiting family and stuff. Yeah. Um, he, so. did, he did stop by and say hi, though. And, and thanks for that, Paul. Always puts yes. a smile on our face. And oh. it's cool that he has a connection. We'll probably see him again, I imagine. And such point. a sweet man. Yeah. I ended up saying thank you like a hundred times to him. I was like, thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Happy to see him. Happy to see you, Skylar. Oh. Let's go ahead and uh, take care of our weekly wrap-up real quick before we get into uh, today's trivia. Let us. Okay. There were uh, lots of upsets this week at No Nonsense Trivia. There was a challenging quiz number 444. I'm sorry, 484 at Pointy Bell Brewing Company, which might have been interesting for You Smell Different When You're Awake and Mally Rules. They were both competing for fourth placement in the top five most wins at Point Ebell Brewing Company that night. They're currently tied. But it was a spoiler by Body by Pastrami, who was on top for all three rounds, earning their third ever first place victory with 117 points. Team No Sleep in second place, 86 points. Very impressive to have No Sleep and get second place at Trivia, so mm-hmm. good on them. And uh, Mally Rules playing under an alternate name this week, Murphy's Ghost with 84 points. Quiz number 485 at Ollie's Pub saw several teams attempting to end the recent three-quiz win streak at at the venue by As You Wish, who themselves sought out a dub to overtake the Moist Men at position number two on our all-time wins leaderboard. Our quiz began with, Here for I Can't Read This, Please Come Up and Clarify, which you know was obviously a tactic to get me to say that. Uh-huh. And then uh, their, one of their team members came up and uh, shot me a double bird oh. for talking smack about their here for the beer name wow. on the podcast. Whereas last week they said here for Lee's holy presence, which I guess was just sarcasm now. I thought that they had come around and were like, we're going to appreciate you. I was going to say, it may, have been real, it, it may have been real then, mm-hmm. but they've come around a little bit and realized, you know what? No, fuck that. Yeah, they're that back to the presence. disrespect again. Uh, they were at the top of the leaderboard for the first round, but round two saw a shakeup at the top of the leaderboard with As You Wish overtaking here for I Can't Read This as well as Just the Tips. But it was the latter who would regain their footing and ultimately win the quiz. Just the Tips with 115 points, As You Wish in second with 92 points, breaking their win streak. And first time knowers, Bottled Chowder ending in third place with 83 points. Mm. And that was cool because they came in uh, at the very tail end of round one. So they had to do round one in like three minutes. Jeez. You know? But they, they got in uh, right under the wire there. And uh, congratulations to them. Mark, how did your teams do at Nice Guys Pizza Trivia last week? They did very well. So there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a shakeup uh, before um, uh, before we played. I'm sitting at home and my phone goes... And uh, so I look at it, and I see a text message from Greg saying that uh, one of the people that works at Totally Rad Tattoo was going to donate a three hundred dollar tattoo voucher. Wow! To trivia. 
So, you know, you get that news and it's like, oh, holy shit, okay. Important night now. Yeah. Yeah. So the stakes have been risen. Now, you know that usually when I do my trivia for the year anniversary, the prize is $500. Cold hard cash. This year was cold hard cash. <laughs> yeah. and the other way has been other, you know, in a briefcase, et Gimmicks. cetera, et cetera. It's a gimmick um, 500. Yeah. Um, so, you know, $300 is not that far off. So we didn't have the opportunity really to let people know because the year anniversary trivia is usually like there are people there to do trivia first and to eat second. And so we can kind of like set, you know, your that's awesome. By you know, way. when you can go to the bathroom, blah, 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 blah. kind of harder to do this with it being so last second. So we just heavily, heavily enforced a no phones policy um, and uh, did what we could. Yeah. The first round, a team got a perfect round, 33 points. A team called Uncle Rico. So it's funny, whenever there is a whenever there is a team that gets a perfect round, especially in things like this, Greg will like Especially if they're modeling themselves nowhere. after Uncle Rico. Yeah. Like a known scam artist from Napoleon Dynamite. Also uh, a popular drink name on their menu. Oh, okay. Well maybe that's what it was a reference. And a to. funny character. Yeah. Writ large. <laughs> um Is he a scam artist? He's I don't know. Is there something he's not a scam about artist, he's but sus. he's definitely living in the uh in the past. Is, he lives in his van. Yeah, and he's and a in his van. He's a schemer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not a scammer. But we a all schemer. know a schemer. We all know someone who's like un- unknowingly in a pyramid scheme, <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. So anyway, they won the first round with 33 points. Okay. Mm-hmm. Greg automatically just like comes out of the woodwork to kind of sniff them out. They win a nice guy's shirt and some, you know, some other whatnot. Some round prizes. The second round is going to get the $25 bar tab. Mm-hmm. Does Greg take the $25 bar tab off the table since the $300? No. He says, we'll just bump that down to prize two. So second round wins $25 off their fucking food. That's a free pizza and a beer or two. Mm-hmm. So Uncle it's, Rico... It's cumulative scoring. So yes. it's basically, if, if somebody can maintain the lead, they get everything. Right. Basically. So, um, you know, we kind of call them out. And I, I say on the microphone, all eyes on you. I was like, you must be Tupac because all eyes are on you. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. kind of call him out and he go we're going to do the same for the second round and I said that's either very very cocky or you know you're going to cheat more but everybody's going to be like looking at you well second round comes and they didn't do they didn't do so hot I'm not going to say that they completely bombed um, they got three questions out of six right um, and they did not win the second round the second round going to the absolute joy of having rats crawl all over you with 51 points. Um, the last round went to a team called the Sea Unts. S-E-A, the Sea Unts, with 64 points. I do want to say the Sea Unts are a... a Is that like a Snorks spinoff or something? <laughs> maybe. I, ho- I hope so. Yeah, it's the XXX rated. It's Snorks? Yeah, it's the, what is it, Rule 34? Mm-hmm. If you got those can... little appendages on their head. What are they doing with those things? <laughs> exactly. Um, they are an exercise in uh, maintaining um, and, you know, at no point did they win the first or second round. However, the first round, they got four questions right. The second round, four questions right. Third round, four questions right. So they didn't 
blow everyone out of the water in the first round. They didn't do the same with the second, but they maintained. They slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady, exactly. Right. They were the tortoise right. and the tortoise and the hare. Mm-hmm. They didn't even get the last question right, but they wagered only one point. So that brought them down to 64. Um, but Nintendo. that 64 was still the winning score, even beating out Whiskey Tango, who ended the game with 52 points. Wow. So, uh, yeah, well, very good game. congratulations to the absolute joy of having rats crawl over <laughs> your body. Is that what they were called? That was a second round team. The oh, Sea Unts. Oh, the Sea Unts. Won How the third round. So they were, they were very, very jazzed. Some They also won a vintage Playboy magazine. One of the women uh, on the team, a very attractive woman, was a Playboy playmate. No way. Said, what? Yep. And when I gave them the Is answer Is that a coincidence sheets, that that was the prize, or did I, they yes, make up the prize? Absolutely. Okay. They won a a totally uh, totally rad tattoo, tattoo shirt, another vintage t-shirt, and then um, they won the, the, the Playboy, vintage Playboy. And they won the $300 gift card. And I said, I think this is the real prize. And when I gave them initially their their answer sheets, and I was like, do you guys want to play trivia? She bounced up and down. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And then uh, okay. afterwards, I, she goes, I was in Playboy. And I was like, oh, cool. And she was like, want to see? And of course... I don't not want to see. She I guess. had those like saved in her favorites folder on her phone. She Googled or that, something. That's she did a something. Highlight and she, uh, yeah, she probably doesn't her have phone. Saved. Dot 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 dot. It was her in a bathing suit. It wasn't her nude, which is fine. Yeah, but still, <laughs> like, so no, was, was it a modeled shoot? Yeah. Well, do you remember her name and look her up later? I did not oh. ask her name. I, you know, I did. She was with her boyfriend too, oh, and I've got a girlfriend. Well, I didn't want to be like, you know, what's show. your name? What year? What month? What's going <laughs> My on? My girlfriend would be our, like, show me. Our, <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I think our listeners are probably thinking, as I am, we could have had our first Playboy model on the show here as a guest. If I see them again, I will ask her and say, would you like to be the very first Playboy Playmate that has ever been on the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast? And maybe ever on a trivia podcast ever. Is a Playmate different than a model? Like, or is a Playmate like a special distinction? I think for, so. Like, a monthly but maybe I'm wrong. Feature? Right. I think they have like, I think they have. That's why I use the Playmate. Term model. I might be wrong, but I think they have like a, a Playmate on the cover every month. And yeah. then they have a Playmate of the year at the end of the year. Right. So maybe Playmate is different than Model. Skeller's like, I think I might be wrong. Inside, he's like, I know everything about Playboy. I know exactly what's going on here. My mom bought me, the only Playboy I've ever had, my mom bought for me uh, because they there's a Metallica interview. And everyone knows, you know, you read it for the articles. So, Yeah, well, the Absolutely. articles are, are pretty good some of the times. And uh, oftentimes interesting to look back on when uh, people get outed as you know, different types of sex pests and stuff, and they've given interviews, and it's like, oh my god, they're really horny in this Playboy, Playboy interview. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. My mom, God bless her soul, had one Playgirl magazine that I found once uh, that was like with our other books and stuff, but she had it because Don Johnson was on the cover, and she thought Don Johnson was extraordinarily hot. No pictures of his dong inside there, but like I remember Don being... Johnson. In that yeah, one. <laughs> which is a perfect name for, you know, a anything. Uh, yeah, anything. <laughs> anything. But I remember yeah, looking at we'll that and, that. and seeing the size of these men's dicks and being like, what the hell? Okay. I was like 11. I was like, oh, well. Was like, is that Jesus. what I'm going to look like when I grow up? <laughs> yeah. Do you the ever play your mom no. any typo negative? Uh, she loved typo negative. Oh, yeah? She always told me she was like, if Peter I was. Steele if was I, oh, yeah, yeah. In, in Playgirl. Well, she never saw that one, I don't think. And I don't think she ever saw Peter Steele's gigantic dong. But, uh,. She uh, she always told me that if she was younger, she would have been a goth. 
she told okay. me. Okay. Yep. Nice. Cool. Cool mom. Yeah, definitely. Well, all sorts of fun stuff going on at our trivia. Sometimes the occasional Playboy model will show up. If you missed it and you'd like to join us for trivia soon, Wednesdays we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and bonus prizes and to suggest categories for next week's quiz and to enjoy tasty, tasty food Buy our weekly food vendor. It's usually smash burgers on Wednesdays at Pointy Bell these days. Come play our weekly quiz at Pointy Bell Brewing Company starting at 7.30 p.m. every Wednesday. Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral at Ollie's Pub, also at 7.30 p.m. We hope you can join us then for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards. Free cards! Which can be spent on records, beer, t-shirts, comic books, and more. Uh, Skylar, you were wearing an Ollie's shirt at the uh, Jason Isbell concert that we ran into each other oh, this, yeah, was. Uh, this yeah, Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Looking sharp. Lo- yeah, you gotta rep the local uh, you know, record shop. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was real cool, actually. Yeah. I was like, he's wearing an Ollie's shirt. That's awesome. Uh, you can also suggest categories for each week's quiz at Ollie's on Thursdays at 7.30pm. And of course, every week in Cape Coral, you can play Mark's Trivia on Wednesdays at Nice Guys Pizza or on Zoom starting at 8pm. For a link to the Zoom meeting, you can check the show notes. Or uh, what is that again, Mark? Bit.ly slash trivia. There you go. That's Wednesdays at 8. Or Nice Guys Pizza in person at 8 as well. Yeah. The next themed quiz that we have going on is Saturday, February 18th at Pointy Bell Brewing Company. It's going to be a Star Wars quiz. I'm not uh, not going to be recycling any old... I've done Star Wars quiz a number of times, but it's been a few years, and they have released... Uh, we've got the other music going right now, actually. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the enthusiasm, yeah, though. Well, you know, Thank you very much. Just trying to help. Uh, we have done Star Wars quizzes in the past, but it's been a couple years, and honestly, they've been releasing so much Star Wars content. I think we're going to go with a, uh, a new stuff over the past couple years. So study up on your new Star Wars material. We've done some classic Star Wars quizzes before. Um, and of course, you can uh, come out to Trivia any uh, Wednesday or Thursday and request Star Wars, and we'll do it from any era that you specify then. And please don't forget to uh, mark your calendars. That's February 18th at 6 p.m. And also, please... Don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us, won't you? Skylar, let me ask you a question. If someone referred to your food as tasty, tasty, how would you take that? Sure. See... I don't I don't I don't think you're doing the food justice when you say tasty tasty. Am I not spending enough time going tasty? No, no. Tasty, tasty. twice. I don't know, man. When Samuel Jackson's like, that's a tasty burger, you know, you're mm-hmm. like, man, you can feel it. Here's the thing, yes. I, I think part of it is in the way you say it. But using the same adjective twice, it feels like every time you use it, you kinda like take away from it. <laughs> it's like it's because you're almost like tasty. How else would I describe it? Tasty. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the when the guy is like, how would you describe the skunk, skunk game? And he says, docile. Docile. <laughs> docile. Well, I don't remember asking for fucking feedback, Mark. <laughs> you, yeah, say very, you, say very, you say very tasty food. That's, yeah. But thank you. You're thank very you. welcome. Yeah. 
Skylar, uh, I did have a trivia question I want to ask you here, right here at the uh, end of the intro, real quick. This is unprecedented. Well, I mean, we've covered some questions in the intro before. Uh, this is just going to be a quickie because I didn't want to include it in the main quiz because I think it's going to be very easy for Skylar. But I was surprised that um... – oh, wait. Uh-oh. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I'll still ask it to you. I thought way less teams got this right. <laughs> Only 43% of teams got this right. And actually, I think for a regular uh, trivia playing audience, that's actually probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. But just to clarify, and this is a question that uh, I think Kyle has asked on the podcast before. It's a cooking question. A mirepoix is a flavor base for cooked dishes, which most commonly includes which three vegetables? Um, onion, celery, and carrot. That is correct. Of course, I'm going to yeah, give you one of those. Yeah, we've had that question on here before. Yep, but there were, uh, there were many other flavor combinations that people were just coming up with and... You know, I congratulated them on their creativity. But they do like bell bell pepper, onion, and tomato. Garlic yeah. was included in some people's. You know, well, usually garlic is like the fourth unspoken. They say mm. you, you know that that's kind of like part of it, but it's not. It's kind of to be expected, but it's not technically part of a mirepoix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like a flavor as opposed to the other things right. being like a tasty, tasty flavor. But you got different bases. <laughs> I think you have talked you guys have mentioned before there's different bases. You know, that's like French, you know, and then you have um so frito and you know different cultures have like their different base flavor. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw that actually the mirepoix and there was a, there's a link to the sofrito on the mirepoix page in that in that uh capacity. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, we've got some other trivia questions coming right up. Don't go anywhere, folks. Round 1. It's coming up in just a moment. It's coming up twice. Shit. And we are back. I don't know if this is going to be an easy question. Lolo Rosso, Oilseed, and Summer Crisp are varieties of which vegetable, which shares its name with a jam band? Lolo Rosso, Oilseed, and Summer Crisp are varieties of which vegetable, which shares its name with a jam band? I'm going to do something here that I I don't usually do, but I'm going to do it because this is what I would do at live trivia. I'm going to write these bad boys down and look at them while I'm sussing. Do you know this? Summer Crisp. Lolo Rosso. Yep. L-O-L-L-O. And something seed oil. R-O-S-S-O. Oil seed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I want to, I really want to pop this P. Summer Crisp. Pop that P. <laughs> Pop that P. I don't. I don't it's know. hard because like some of those to. those vegetable names I go to. You said yeah, vegetable. Oh, man, vegetable that band. shares its name with a jam band. I'm not good with jam band. Fish. <laughs> Blues traveler. The fish lettuce. Mm-hmm. The spin doctor. <laughs> you can just tell that we yeah. know a lot of jam bands. Is there is there a jam band called lettuce? Not that I know of. There could be. I mean, that's like slang for weed, right? Right. So a jam I think, band. I think oil. The word oil for some reason. Oil think. seed lettuce. 
Ew. That's the thing. Oil seed, I imagine. Squash or something? Is that a vegetable, technically? Yeah. Well. Like a kind of squash or pumpkin? We actually Smashing got a little pumpkin. note about this in Smashing our, our miscorrections later about what, what about vegetables and stuff. But It's a tr- it's tricky. People need to get over it. <laughs> you know I what I mean? Agree. Like, well, technically, that's not. I'm like, shut up. No, no. I mean, the the note is it's from uh, Hayden. I'll just spoil it right now. Hayden, who's who writes in with some other uh, interesting facts, but letting us know that uh, vegetables kind of a mythical term and that every vegetable is actually something else. Right. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. But mm. I think there's like the culinary, yeah, like description way of and describing things and then there's the botanical way or whatever so it's it it's muddy water i think that's why it gets annoying sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. jam bands jam bands eggplant just trying to think of vegetables that would go with like a mm-hmm. jam band name aubergine i don't think in seed just that 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 oil seed thing is making mm-hmm. me think of something cucumber yeah they have those some look, have some kind of oily seeds sometimes don't they have a lot of seeds? cucumber technically a fruit though uh, I think it's a berry. It's part of a, the melon family. <laughs> yeah, I, I think don't it's know. actually a berry. <laughs> um, man. It's got to be like a lettuce or something. Cucumber. Carrot? Oilseed carrots. Doesn't sound right to me. Cucumbers have seeds. I'm trying, that's, I'm trying to think of something yeah. with seeds. Yeah. That's, that's why I, I thought of like squash or a pumpkin. Tonight. At the cow house, cucumber with openers, blues traveler. <laughs> cucumber. Do you think of any jam bands that have vegetable names? I'm trying to think of like, I'm pic- trying to picture like a mm. fish poster. I saw Broccoli, like cauliflower, green bean, string bean, pepper, peppers, pepper, pepper to be good because I have seeds. There's a band called Pepper. Just Pepper? Yeah. Crisp? And then Summer Crisp one? Pepper. Lolo Rosso Pepper. Oilseed Pepper. Can Ross, Rosso mean anything? Like, I think Pepper's a good guess. I think it's Italian. Rosso. Red, that's something like red or uh, rose, or like mm-hmm. if it meant something like that. I was trying to trying to picture something. Let's go with pepper. Yeah, let's go with pepper. We're going with pepper. Sorry, that's incorrect. I actually said the name. <laughs> I actually said the answer accidentally. You did when I was trying. When you said fish, I was trying to say ah yes, the vegetable fish. Instead, I said the. Lettuce. Lettuce is the answer. Oh, wow. And after I said lettuce, I immediately just tried to like poker face it and pretend I didn't say it. Lettuce. And then wow. shortly after, you started guessing lettuce. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe he like took it in subconsciously. Maybe. But then you guys end up going right over it. Yes. Lettuce featuring a guitarist that plays in the band, uh, the Fearless Flyers, Mark oh. Lettieri, who is a very, very good guitarist, the jazz, the jam band Lettuce. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's definitely a jam band name too. Yep. Yeah. You you started going like, well, it's another name for yep. weed. I was like, oh, here yep. we go. It's yep. it's done for. But you that uh, oil seed threw me off. Bask. I was I know. like, I don't uh, oil seed lettuce. I, I know. wonder what that's like. Is that any good? No idea. No idea. Have you ever heard of that? Never heard of it. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, he did. Not a popular. He's heard of oil seed lettuce, and he just (laughs) didn't give a shit. It was like, I'm going to steer you wrong anyway. (laughs) Well, sometimes, you know, you learn about things, and then you don't think about them in the sus, of course. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, So, Skylar, I think I remember you're a Seinfeld fan, right? Greatest show ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is is an 80s. Hold on. Well, what? I would say Curb Your Enthusiasm is better. I oh, think okay. Curb. I think Curb is I better say than Seinfeld. Curb is one, Seinfeld's two. But it's okay. kind of in my world. It's the same universe mm, in yeah. a weird way. Well, they, well, it is. Yeah, well, it is I know. It, I know. I know. I get it. But well, I'm saying like it is, of, but it is not. Yeah, it yeah. is the same universe in which Seinfeld is a show. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Curb is a fictional show that features Seinfeld as a show on that show. That's based on the real version of Seinfeld from our reality. It's like adaptation and being John Malkovich. It's Meta within meta. I love it. Yeah, I do. I love both those movies as well. Very, so, very good. Cool thing to do. But anyways, uh, this is a Seinfeld slash arcade games question. These were two categories that I had requested, and I, I sometimes struggle with getting every category on. And I thought, ah, some overlap here. Good. Finally. Satisfy two different teams here. One question. Two teams, one question. Here we go. to satisfy. Which arcade game debuted in 1981 features the song Yankee Doodle Dandy as its game music and is featured in an episode of Seinfeld where George discovers he still holds a decade old high score on a local machine? Which arcade game debuted in 1981 features the song Yankee Doodle Dandy? Yankee Doodle Dandy as its game music and is featured in an episode of Seinfeld where George discovers he still holds a decade old high score on a local machine. It's Frogger. Frogger. Remember, he's got to frogger it across the street to keep it plugged in so it doesn't lose power. So Uh, his score saves. uh Right? Yeah. Am I remembering that right? No, you're right. Yeah, I was trying to remember if Yankee Doodle Dandy was the music in Frogger, but I guess that makes sense. We're going to say Frogger. That is absolutely correct. Well done. Good job. Good memory there on the Seinfeld hint. There you go. And uh, yeah, Yankee Doodle Dandy is the music in the U.S. release. It is a different song in Japan. I think it might be a traditional folk song, like a a MIDI version of a folk song. (laughs) U.S. is like, Um, get that traditional crap. Well, they they were like, we'll do American traditional. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yankee Doodle. Yeah. yeah, uh, You know, it's always interesting when people say they're a fan of something. Now, I am I am the kind of person that when I get into something, I get into it. Yes. I, like, obsess over it. I'll do that for a month or so, uh, maybe a couple months, and then it's gone. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'll, I'll pick it up every once in a while, you know, but if I Watching really, really like something. Watching Antiques Roadshow lately? Oh, see, exactly. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it. Same thing with the Great British Baking Show. Um, and I know this about myself, but I will get very, very, very deep into something and, um, people will be like, oh, I like X, Y, or Z. And I'll be like, okay, well, I don't know what that means to you, but I can tell you <laughs> what it means to me. And that is that I like obsess over it and learn everything I can about it and then abandon it. <laughs> You'll need to pick it up every once in a while from here on out. Um, you know, well, there's you some like, things that last. You like the period of discovery. Yes, yeah. yes, and yes. that's it's always when you find a you know a new it's like thing getting to know somebody. Mm-hmm. It's a very very exciting. Let me dig in. Exhilarating thing to learn. You know how someone came to be the person they are, and what they're like, and what they hate, and what they don't hate, and why, and all that stuff. And it all 
plays into the larger theme of life, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And then you leave them in the dust. And you just forget <laughs> all about them. <laughs> all right. And Skylar, <laughs> you have a question anyway, for us? <laughs> you just summed up my whole life. Um, no, man. That's why we're happy to have you back on the show. We have now left you in the dust here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys, I'd never leave in the dust. Mm-hmm. I love the two of you. Aww. Right back at you, bud. Skylar. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Um, Skylar, do you love me? Yeah, I love you. Okay. All right. Um, sorry. <laughs> getting her. We're having a real moment here. <laughs> getting her start in the early 90s, starting, starring in Kraft Mayonnaise commercials and later in movies like Fried Green Tomatoes and the show Orange is the New Black, Constance, Constance Shulman was the voice actor for what Nickelodeon cartoon character? Huh. Huh. Want me read that again? Yes, one more time, please. <laughs> Getting her start in the early '90s, starring in Kraft mayonnaise commercials and later in movies like Fried Green Tomatoes and the show Orange Is the New Black. Constance Shulman was the voice actor for what Nickelodeon cartoon character? You liking well, that notepad this time? <clears throat> There's so many times when I, you know, I'm editing the show. And I think, man, I just missed that detail. I missed that hint, you know. And if I, I, so many of my players actually keep notes and you know write little notes and stuff, and I think that's really smart. So I'm, I'm going to try it. I think I'm going to start doing this. I don't know. I hope it doesn't ruin the fun of the sus for you guys. But. So let's start with this. I mean, we we don't have much of a hint as far as I mean, Nickelodeon cartoon character. There's a lot of Nickelodeon cartoons. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're kind of just left, you know thinking um about all these different eras of nickelodeon and all these different cartoon characters yep so let me start by asking do you know who constance shulman plays in orange is the new black no i don't okay i know jason biggs is in that show (laughs) thanks okay it's not jason biggs no it is not Mm mm-hmm no. Do we just want to talk about other people that we know that are in that show? Laura Prippon is in that show, but it's not Laura Prippon. Who else is in that show that's not this person? <laughs> Laverne Cox. Um, mm-hmm. Lauren Lapkus, I believe, was on that show. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think she played like a guard or something. Anyway, <clears throat> any hoozle. Yeah. So fried someone green that tomatoes. was in Fried Green Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who's in Fried Green Tomatoes. Sally Field, <laughs> maybe not on Orange is the New Black though. But again, we're thinking of all other people that are not this person. Yeah. Is was Constance a kid when she was in Fried Green Tomato? Well, if she, if she was a kid in a Kraft Mayo commercial in the '90s, Fried Green Tomatoes was also uh, early to mid '90s. So, I was going to say late and, '80s. And, early and 90s. if we're looking at Orange is the New Black, we're probably talking mid '30s, right? You know, so that that means mm-hmm. seems to make sense. Mayo commercial with yep. a little kid. Yep. Plays a little kid in fried green tomatoes, mm-hmm. grows up, and is in her late 20s, yeah. early 30s, something like that, in there, which would mean that Nickelodeon, she probably voiced a kid. Yeah. So we're thinking of someone who's voicing maybe Angelica from Rugrats. Mm-hmm. That was uh, definitely at the front of my mind when we heard this question. I was also thinking that. Um, it's oftentimes that a male character will be voiced by a woman. So 
Tommy uh, Pickles. It could be Tommy, but if we're considering the age and the connection with you know the Mayo commercial and fried green tomatoes and being a child during that time, I don't know that they're going to have uh, a child like a, a girl voicing a like Tommy's voice actor. I think is a woman, but it sounds like a woman doing a, a you know an affect, right? You know. Like how Bart Simpson exactly, exactly. is voiced by a woman. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Nancy Cartwright. Thank you. Yes, Nancy Cartwright. You're welcome. Um, so I like Angelica Pickles from Rugrats as an answer. Uh, there's also. Is her last name Pickles? No, Angelica oh, is no, not. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah. What is. Who's her parents? I, I haven't watched. I was say, I maybe that's Angelica's her. last yeah. name. Angelica's not Tommy's older sister. No, sort of like cousin. Oh, okay. Maybe she got the rich parents. Right, 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 right. Okay, all right. There's also um, Hey Arnold was a popular Nick cartoon a little bit okay, later. Yeah, and there's Helga on that show mm-hmm. who has a crush on Arnold. And the timeline, I think, there would also kind of match up. Nickelodeon cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Doug. Patty Mayonnaise. Doug, I think, was voiced by Billy West on that show. Could be Patty Mayonnaise. Um, that's a good. That's a good possibility. Fried green tomatoes is like southern, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if the mayonnaise commercial, a, we were like. Mayan, I want some more mayo. <laughs> this lady's designing her career to build a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, right. Fried green tomatoes, mayo. <laughs> Baby, you got a sandwich going. Yeah. <laughs> Orange is the new black. That's in the that's in their like uh you know contract rider. Like whatever they, they promote, they have to get. Right. They have to take some home so that they can contribute to their sandwiches. <laughs> um I mean, I feel like we're kind of like going to go down a sus hole here. Yeah, I, 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 we've got three of the big Nicktoons covered here and some characters from that to choose from. Is Nick, there a Nick, fourth Nick, one? Nick, 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 Boom, what am Nick, I forgetting? Nick, There's Lodeo. Rocket Power was a little bit later. There's uh, the Wild Thornberries. There's Cat Dog. There's Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. Could she have been? No. I think that. Was that Nickelodeon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that would have not. I can't imagine a little kid doing a voice for that show. Mm-hmm. I think Mostly it was all Billy John West K. and John K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, we know John K is awfully fucked up and a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, We're just speaking historically. Yes. For our sus. This is not a promotion of any individual. You know, we're, yeah. we're sussing here. I figured um, someone would probably just be like, did you know? And yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, and yeah, I guess if you don't know, you can look into that. Um, if you know, no. Uh, let's go with, um, you know what? I like Tommy Pickles. Here's why. You're right. Women often do voice. Well, uh, but they're usually women, not mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. Let's go with Angelica. I okay. feel good about that. Angelica, Tommy's cousin, Angelica on Rugrats. Sorry, that's not good. Did we say it? Yeah. We did? Yeah. Dancer's Patty Mayonnaise. Oh, oh man. Sorry. Damn. You almost 
Uh, it's funny. I never said that they were a kid in the craft commercial. You just assumed that. She was a grown ass adult in the craft. Oh, really? Manny's commercial. Oh. Yeah. Well, we were just kind of taking a guess because we didn't know who <laughs> no, she no, no, was. No, no, no. I know. But when you went down that road, I was like, you're going to mess yourself up. Well, so then she must have been older when she did, uh, when she was in Orange is the New Think Black. Think about Patty Manny's voice. She's kind of got that. Mm-hmm. Like smoker kind of yeah, snark, like you know what I mean? teenage smoker voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of <laughs> sussed ourselves into thinking, you know, if we would have known who she was in Orange Is the New Black, that would have. Can Can I tell you something that we totally overlooked? Sure. Skyler built in a beautiful hint here, involving Kraft Mayo, which is also another Patty Mayonnaise tidbit about. Uh, it's like a trivia question than a trivia. But did it you is. Me- did you intend for the mayo mayonnaise link? Yeah, so I don't know. I've heard conflicting stories if her name on the show's last name was mayonnaise because they found her voice in the mayonnaise commercial or like said or if it was a coincidence. I can I don't know for sure. Either way. Either way it's It's weird. a brilliant signal for the answer. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. And I I'm going to give you one of those for that. This is not really my question, but in case you missed it, like Mark and I did during our sus, that is... Well, I will say it's also one of those things where you can get a little too meta with yourself. If if the answer was not patty mayonnaise, then we would have been like, oh, but that's misdirected. Yeah, I almost put yeah, mayo. It was. I almost put, a mayo, I almost put the mayo instead of mayonnaise because I was afraid mayonnaise was going to give it away. So mm. I almost put mayo. Uh, interesting. Um, all right, here's your next question. Which car maker produces the models Sharon and Veyron? Which car maker produces the models Sharon and Veyron? That's since you're writing it down, C H I R O N, Sharon and Veyron, V E Y R O N. You say rayon, like the fabric? Veyron. Veyron. I instantly think of Chevy because of the V and the C H on those two names. But it also sounds like European or something. Well, there is Chevron, which is a, t- a gas thing. Yes. So that could be That's Chevrolet. Is what I'm thinking. Right, you know, I know, but it could just be that you're being brought there by Chevron, right, right. you know, as a, like an oil company. Um, the Chevrolet v- Veyron and Chevron. I thought it was. Uh, I was. I was thinking it was maybe something more exotic, like a Bugatti. Um, is a Bugatti a model? I don't know anything about cars. Um, honestly, I don't Maybe know. Maybe a Bugatti is a I mean, model and not a manufacturer. Or what about like Porsche? Mm-hmm. Th- I'm just trying to think of uh, like uh, makes. Because these are going to be models that they probably, you know, you don't see them driving around on the road. Yeah. So they're not models we're well aware of. So it's got to be something foreign, obviously. Not obviously, but it's got to be something like a rare or a uncommon car. So I'm thinking automatically. I want I go to luxury with those names. You know what I mean? They both end in O N. Just uh, I don't know if that's you know going to help us at all. But I'm bad with like languages. I don't know if you could think of a language that that would be common in. Probably something Latin, you know, or d- descendant of Latin, or one of the Romantic languages, Spanish. French, Italian. I'll say, is there any Italian cars? What's some Italian brands? Um, I mentioned Bugatti, but I'm not sure if that's a manufacturer or a model. Um, Lamborghini. That's again, isn't that another, a model? Lamborghini? Yeah. No. 
That's a company. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What's a what's one of their models? The Lamborghini oh, Alfredo. I think like the name is like one of those things. Give me a Lamborghini like, Alfredo. Um, it's like all Lamborghinis are just Lamborghinis. Like who cares if it's a V100 or a Z77? Fiat. Audi. So are we definitely going with the um, international manufacturer? I think so. That's yeah. just where I mean that's just where my gut's going. I don't that doesn't mean anything. We could be screwing ourselves, but the Lamborghini Veyron. Audi Veyron. I don't think it's Audi. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> clunky. BMW. Mm-hmm. Um so that's British. BMW's British? Isn't Why it? did I think it was German? Volkswagen? Mercedes Benz? Carl Benz? And that's not Benz. I'm I'm definitely liking where we were at earlier. The, the Porsche. Mm-hmm. I think Lamborghini. Porsche, Porsche is probably the one I feel best about. Bugatti. Personally. We can go with it. I have no idea. So I'm, I'm good with almost anything. We're going to go with Porsche. I'm sorry that's incorrect. BMW stands for Bayerisch Motor and Worky. Truncated down to BMW. They are German. Oh, the correct okay. answer is Bugatti. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> this is the first thing I said. Yeah, you've been, you're two for two now with my sorry, questions man. with... Glazing right over on top of me, even one of them when I the said it out loud. The part is that right before I was going to say, you know, I just want to point out that I've been almost right, and my gut is telling me Bugatti. <laughs> you should have said that. I would have went with it. I know, and I, I always think I need to stick up for myself more on the show. Sometimes my answers are right. Let this be a lesson. Yeah, yeah. Myself. going forward. Jeez. Lee, feed me a question, Daddy. Well, this one is for you, but you're going to have to share it. With our buddy Skylar here. I'd be more than happy to. Okay. <laughs> this is a question about... Oh, I'm going to switch this up, actually. Whoa, I, I was going to ask you one, but um, since we're in a food state of mind, I've got a food-based... Well, it's a food-tinged geography question. No longer for me. No? You just plug... You know I'm bad with geography. What are you saying? Well, no, what if I like tell you, you this know. is a McDonald's question? Hashtag not that. <laughs> okay, maybe. All right. Which northeastern city? By the way, McDonald's, it's time. Bring back. Can I just for a second? <laughs> sure. Take a moment. The pandemic. <laughs> everybody's grabbing their drinks. The pandemic has really. We made so much advancement with McDonald's. Think about where we were with McDonald's before the pandemic. We finally got 24 hour a day breakfast. Do you remember how fucking for Where? how long we wanted 24-hour-a-day breakfast? I don't have it. They used to have it. Oh, they did have it. Was that after the pandemic? I thought that was before. before the pandemic. That was before. Yeah. We had. Oh, we finally okay. had 24-hour-a-day yeah. do do breakfast. No. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. we, we had – it's time to bring back the bagel and, and steak. Bring back the steak bagel. 
easily the best breakfast sandwich they had. With that, those onions on it? Oh, Hashtag my God, the slivered Re- onions. Yeah. Hashtag not that. And then they got rid of it. <laughs> now fucking breakfast stops at 1030 again. We've made so it's they've stepped backwards. It's time to advance again. I don't want to take as long as we did last time to get all of those wonderful things from McDonald's. Hashtag not an ad. Hashtag Mark's personal McDonald's feelings. <laughs> that was Mark. your McDonald's minute with Mark. Give Thank Taco Bell's breakfast a chance. It's my favorite. I've heard good things. Here's your question. Okay. Which northeastern city is the U.S.'s smallest state capital? And the only state capital without a McDonald's. All right. Burlington, Vermont. The only state capital in the Northeast without a McDonald's. All right. It's got to be. And it's the smallest. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So. By population. By population. Okay. Interesting. So a lot of people would automatically by hearing that that is a very important thing to throw in there. Because a lot of people would think probably Providence, because Rhode Island is mm-hmm. the smallest state. But Providence is a city. big yeah. fucking city. It's like 70% of the people who live in the state live in that city. And 70% of the people that live in the state are in the mafia <laughs> or some kind of gang-related activity. My family's from Rhode Island. Well, guess what? All the Irish. <laughs> um, so the big thing here is thinking of places that are anti- McDonald's and anti like that kind of stuff, and a couple of states jumped to mind: Maine. I see where you're going. Vermont, New Hampshire. So those are three places that immediately are like no billboards, no this, no that. Like I see them want to keep corporate out of their their main street downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It's clearly not Boston, um, and I don't think it's Providence. So it's not gonna be Connecticut. Yeah, I don't know. Connecticut is like I don't know. It's like where a lot of fast food burgers kind of got their start was in Connecticut. Yeah, I, I where like yeah. Where burgers were they say was was invented right? Wasn't it in Connecticut? I don't know. So I can see them being like, "Don't bring McDonald's in here. We got these steam burgers." Yeah. What's the question again? <laughs> Do you mind repeating it one more sure. time? Which northeastern city is the U.S.'s smallest state capital by population and the only one without a McDonald's? So, when we're thinking of state cap, first, do we know the state capitals for all these? No, I'm bad with state capitals. <laughs> Great. I can tell you, like, New York is, like, what, Albany? Yep. That's about it. Okay. Providence, Rhode Island... Um, is Portland, Maine? Is that there? No, it's, uh, oh my God. Bangor. I think it's Bangor or Augusta. Why am I fucking blanking? Um, New Hampshire is. God damn. See, I don't know any of them. I'm this bad. might be a problem. Yeah. This might be a problem. Because I can't tell you what Connecticut is. Burlington, Vermont. Yeah. Is that about, right? Sounds right. And like I like the I like that that direction too, though, because it's very Home old, of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Old school, you know, liberal anti corporation kind of mentality. 
in that area, I feel like. Very much. There aren't loads of McDonald's in Maine where I visit all the time, where my friends Joey and Tim live. Um, but there are definitely some around. So I don't feel like Maine is as like stringent on that stuff. Smallest state capital in Maine could be, but I kind of doubt it. Burlington, Vermont. New Hampshire. Portsmouth? New Hampshire? I don't know. I I, I think we should go with... uh, I think we should... I think... I think Vermont is a good guess. I'm good with Vermont. We're going to say Burlington, Vermont, if that's even the capital. It is not the capital. I'm sorry. And it does have a larger population than that state's capital, which is the answer. Montpellier, Vermont. Or Montpellier. So did we get it right? Because you said what state? No, he said what city. I said said what capital. Okay. okay. Fuck. So we were right. Very close. But we were wrong. You were were (laughs) geographically very close to the answer. Yes. Frig. All right. Our last question of the round, courtesy of Skylar. All right. Let's stick with food, kind of, I guess. All right. You ready? You asking a question about food? I'll believe it when I see it. It's kind of about food. It is about food. Based on... On the color of what part of a chicken's body can you predict the color of their egg's shell? Based on the color of what part of a chicken's body can you predict the color of their egg's shell? You know, white, Mm -hmm. brown. Oh, I got it. Bluish, greenish, you know. Mm -hmm. You get a couple of thoughts right off the top of your noggin. Well, we have to, uh, you know, break this chicken down, <laughs> so to speak. Speech, can I throw something out there real quick? Could I the breasts, saw Momo with um, James from Ember, a uh, local restaurant. He does that yakitori chicken pop-up. I saw you were Momo. there, and I was just I mean, about I, to drive uh, by Palace when I saw you were so there. So good. Almost stopped by to see you. six different cuts. That I had the blade. I had the thigh. I had the heart. I had the gizzard. And then I had the wing, which was completely deboned. You know, Ooh. just oh, so good. Anyway, just want to throw that out there. Yeah. By the way, I bought my girlfriend Momofuku noodles. They're great. Which ones? Chili get? crisp. I got her the the whole pack oh, of all three kinds of all three flavors. Yeah, the, the the tingly ones are my favorite. Very, very, very good. She made uh, some delicious food with it, with some steak that she had marinated in uh, this delicious marinade. And cooked up. I'd love to see the two of you guys work together be uh, because she is. Well, let's not don't get horny for my girlfriend. <laughs> here. I'm just saying, two people that know that know cooking very well working together. It always gets my always gets my heart racing. Don't have sex with my girlfriend, please. <laughs> please. Uh, <laughs> I got a trivia question for you, Mark. <laughs> Skyler, 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 Skyler. <laughs> Um. All right. <laughs> oh, please Eyes? don't take it just because you can. Uh. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking the feathers, beak, eyes, legs. What else could be colored on a on a hen? You know. The I think the the the, the roosters have that thing. You know that they got uh-huh. the mohawk thing, and they might even have like a little dangler under their beak that I can't Turkey's remember the got name the dangler. of. Yeah, chicken chickens might have that too, though. Mm. 
They might Maybe. have one. I won't say no because I'm not a chicken expert. The snood is the turkey. The turkey is a snood, which I think hangs off the top of their beak. Yeah. Right? That sounds right. Looking like a pair of balls. Turkey snood. <laughs> um, I don't think it's feathers, but maybe. White feathers, white eggs. Brown feathers, brown eggs. Oh, Other- I get the idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch this one. White legs, white eggs. Would they brown don't have legs, white legs, brown though, eggs. Though, do they? <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I don't yeah. think it's legs. Yeah, for sure. Let's cross that off. <laughs> um, that includes feet, by the way. Yeah. Maybe it's the, the, the nails or like the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the nails? <laughs> that was a, that was a <laughs> velociraptor shooting, jutting its claws I thought out. it was like a little baby wolverine. <laughs> like a little baby snicked. snicked. <laughs> um, could it be, could it be the, their talons? Is that what you'd call them? Uh, it, I mean, it could be anything you think, eyes? but it is one thing. I don't know if it's eyes color of its cloaca. <laughs> Get mm. a good look in there. I mean, it's <laughs> very close. Got here. <laughs> uh, these eggs are going to be brown. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, um, it, they're in proximity. It's right there. Next. Let to me tell egg. you something. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Wingman eggshell. What is it made from? Is it made for from something that is similar to like keratin, like something that's similar to nails? Maybe you're right with nails. Mm-hmm. What is it that makes uh, you know? I'm I'm not asking you in particular because I know you like me are not a chicken expert. Do you want to go to Hog Bodies after this? I'm getting so hungry thinking <laughs> about chicken wings. Something we can Maybe. discuss. Yeah. Hashtag an ad. I will give an advertisement <laughs> for. A small. Well, we appreciate you know restaurant. our advertisers are paying us. That's the point a little bit. But well, maybe if we tell them that we yeah have let's hundreds call of thousands, the of one downloads. and only sponsor. Let's yeah. call it sponsored let's, by Hog Bodies. Let's North call it a hot recommendation. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're recommending I, it. Well, maybe they'll give us a Fab Five for talking about them on this podcast. Let's play them the audio clip. Yeah. Hey, you listen, listen right now. <laughs> we're talking to you. We want we're a free Fab you. Five. Come on, Teresa. going out to our listeners. Yeah. All right. Now, listeners, you got to go and like talk up hog bodies on their page. Okay. Help us out. We want that free fab five. We're brought over. Scheme over. All right. I was Uncle Um, Ricoing it for a second. So, what is it that would make the chicken's egg? I think that the nails are probably made from whatever is the same thing as the beak. I'm thinking kind of the same thing. Beak. Yeah. Beak. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's not overthink it. Yeah. I think that we've come to a good middle ground. I think it's either the feathers or the beak. Let's go with the beak. We're going to say beak. That is wrong. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're so ready. So ready. Uh, so the answer is their earlobes. Oh, what? Hey, yeah. they have. Hold on. I knew oh. they had ears, but you're telling me they got lobes. Yeah. Let me. Let me. My man got a, a lobe. I've never been offered fried chicken lobes. <laughs> let me see. If I can find a little breakdown enjoy? real quick. The color of the lobe vegan listeners. varies with the breed of the chicken, ranging from white to almost black. Chickens with white earlobes lay white eggs exclusively, while birds with dark lobes lay brown eggs. The fascinating uh, something breed of chickens can even have earlobes that are a pale green or blue color. And then there's a picture of a chicken's earlobe. I want to eat a chicken earlobe now because I, I when you this hold is your earlobe affecting me right now. When you, I didn't hold, know, I didn't, when you hold your earlobe, that mm-hmm. seems like a s- nice little chunk of meat. It's probably delicious. It's it's all cartilage, right? 
I don't not not the lobe. The lobe isn't that mostly cartilage. I don't feel like cartilage to me. You I think you got muscles lobe. there? <laughs> Some kind of chunk of meat. I mean, the no, chicken. I, the chick, it's gonna be very chewy. The Pope's nose. Cannibals get at us. The Pope's <laughs> nose, which is the chicken or like turkey tail, is my top three part of the chicken. Mm, okay. The chicken ass. Oh All my right. god, it's fucking good. When I worked at the Danger and we'd break down chickens, that little chicken butt. You can get a little bowl of those and just eat those. They're so good. Let it be bowl known. Chicken I like Skyler loves eating ass. <laughs> yep. Ass man. Get the license plate. <laughs> That's fascinating. Yeah. Chicken earlobes. You showed me that picture and it's like, that looks like a chicken, but I don't remember looking at those earlobes before. Now next time you see a chicken, you're going to look for its lobe. Interesting. Yeah. What color eggs you got in there? All right. Let's take a look. Okay, that is kind of unsettling. It does look like a frozen chicken nugget in a way. Looks like a scrotum. Yeah, same. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's take a break. And then we'll come back with, uh, oh boy, we got miscorrections. We've got no notes. We're going over it all in round two. Stick around. We are back, and boy, oh boy, do we have a boatload of no notes and miscorrections. Miscorrections, no notes, and a bunch of other stuff. Let's kick it off with a no note here from A.A. Ron. Ah. Writes the Magi. We mentioned in uh, our last episode, well, two episodes ago, with Logan and Adam. Yes. The Magi are also the gurus in the video game Chrono Trigger. That would be uh, Balthazar, Gaspar, and Melchior, mm. I remember. Not Melchior. So, yeah, that is a, uh, a video game-related hint that you could add to that question if there you wanted you to go. modify it. Quiz Daddy Blake wrote in to let us know that he was planning to use a question from our live quiz archive this past week. That is a new feature exclusive to Quiz Daddies mm-hmm. on our Patreon. You get a, a live transcript of our questions from our, our – I'm sorry. You get a transcript – of questions from our live quiz once a week and uh, as well as the answers and some details about how the quiz went. And Blake uh, said that it was a bit of a slow week, only five teams there, but one got the question right. It was the final question of the quiz that I posted. So you're kind of looking for something more difficult. So it sounds like he had about 20% of his teams get that right. For me, it was 13%. So uh, we had like, I think 14 teams or so. Uh, that night, so or sixteen, it was sixteen teams. Mm. So uh, yeah, check that out. There's uh, that was a Disney question, and there's all other uh, a bunch of other categories on that quiz and uh, quizzes to come as well. We got an update from Mappy 1984, aka Tim Gomez, who wrote, "I was watching a YouTube video of a broken version of a Philips CDI Jeopardy game, and because of the last episode, I got this one right." And this was again from the uh, the episode with Logan and Adam. The question was, or the answer, because it's Jeopardy, the mistress of a chateau or an ornamental chain she might wear. Do you remember what that is, Mark? Uh, I remember it had chain in the name. Kind uh, of. Kind of, yeah. I had to look it up again, too. <clears throat> Chatelaines. Chatelaines. Chatelaines or Chatelaines. Dig that in my brain. Yeah. 
And speaking of Jeopardy, there was some discourse on our Discord about the embarrassing performance of some contestants' final answers on a geography question. Oh, yep. With uh, Mimal or Mimal. Yeah. Do you know how to pronounce that? I'm sure uh, Ken Jennings said it. Mimal. I don't, Are you familiar no with this concept of Mimal, the geography creature? Mimal, Mimal. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so it, Mimal or Mimal is an acronym. M-I-M-A-L. Sometimes said to be the silhouette of a chef or elf. Stands for Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, and these two states. Have you ever seen this? This geography breakdown. It if, looks like. Oh, a, I've seen. It looks like a chef. Yeah, uh, with, with a, a frying plate. pan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I was gonna say that was Oklahoma. Nope. I mean, um, uh, not, <laughs> not one of the letters. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, my mole is not the. It's it's only Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, and Arkansas and Louisiana right. are the correct answers. Yeah. And there was some chat about who would have got that right and wrong in the. Uh, in the the discord there i was like i can't believe people got it wrong and then i got it wrong because i thought it was alabama and louisiana because mm-hmm. they're both next to each other and i think us being closer to alabama here in florida yeah we have a bias towards alabama when we see the letter a you used to basically live in alabama mm-hmm. yeah tallahassee is is right up there in northern florida Sassafras. but that's the version that i learned was it was a chef holding a plate of kentucky fried chicken ah, quote unquote, okay. and the arms and plate were tennessee Tennessee. So I don't know if you would call that uh, my malt or, you know, like the, if he's got the arms and, and Kentucky got the fried chicken, if you would have to uh, extend that acronym out. But yeah, I, I didn't know he had a name and that was the or they had a name and it was the uh, the acronym. Interesting. Uh, no one got that right on Jeopardy, according to Fade to One, who reported on that. So uh, thanks for the Jeopardy content, boys. And then we have a no note here from Hayden. Uh, Hayden, one of our new Patreon supporters. Thank you, Hayden. Hayden writing, Hi, I messaged y'all on Fireside about how I had found your podcast back in November and was swept away by how much I enjoyed it, but recently found that 183 episodes had gone missing. If I had done even a small amount of investigating... I swear that I didn't write this, and that's not shade at uh, some people that reached out to us about it. (laughs) If I had done even a small amount of investigating, I would have heard y'all say they are now on Patreon. Instead of joining after I'd caught up to the current episodes, I'm here earlier than expected. Again, thanks, y'all. Loving what you got going on. So thank you, Hayden, so much for that. Um, Yes, we've put up a bunch of old episodes into our archive. Uh, We are trying to raise a little bit of extra fundage around here to keep this uh, podcast going for years to come. So if you are enjoying the show, we really appreciate you signing up there. I, I pay to be on the show. No, that's not true. We're happy to have you on. <laughs> well, I'm a Patreon yeah. supporter. Yes. What I mean. yeah, yes, yeah. you are. And thank you very much for that. <laughs> you pay for the show and you're on the show. Those are two disparate things. I know, I know. Yeah, indeed. And uh, we really appreciate that. If you're, if you, you know, care to support the show, it's only $3 a month at our uh, starting rumple snail skin tier. And we have tiers going all the way up to 20 where you can get um, some other things as well, including that live quiz archive that I was telling you about. Indeed. Now, Hayden continues, I don't have a specific question I can add to y'all, but as a worker in the field of plant growing, I've come across a lot of interesting facts, such as I mentioned earlier, vegetables are myth. For example, lettuce is a leaf, as well as a jam band. Potatoes are a bulb. Tomatoes are a fruit. Broccoli is a flower, etc., Uh, This is another fact here. Bamboo grows so fast you can literally watch it grow. That's probably true, but pretty boring, I would imagine. 
uh, cabbage, broccoli, kale, cauliflower, and kohlrabi are all the same species of plant, but were selectively bred for different uses to the point where they no longer even resemble one another and other such things. I don't know how to make a question of those that can be widely acknowledged or guessed at. Now, I will say that Hayden actually does have a rate my question, which they sent in. We're going to get to that our next episode. So come back for Hayden's rate my question. And we want to thank Hayden for writing in as far as the challenge on how to turn all of that into uh, trivia questions. Well, you're going to want to head over to our discord. We have a trivia workshop over mm-hmm. there where Mark and I and some other quiz masters, we can actually, you know, probably help you turn these into individual questions. It's a good place to talk about that. So check that out. There is a link in the show notes to that. Indeed. Now, in the words of Quizmaster Mark on the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, two rights make a wrong. What are those two rights, Mark? They make a right where you Two rights make a wrong. And you write. You being right and you writing in. That is it. <laughs> I can still never remember what the Because it's a it miscorrection. They yes. make the wrong. If you'd like to write us with a mis... It's not clunky at all, man. It's beautiful. I love <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. If you'd like to write us with a miscorrection, a rate my question, or even just a little no-note, you can write to us at nononsensetrivia.gmail.com. You can even send us an audio file there uh, so we can hear your sweet, sweet voice. Or if you want to do it phone style, one 356 66 is the phone number. And find us on social media. A little fellatio, a little cunnilingus, or a little fellatio, fellatio, or a little cunnilingus, cunnilingus. <laughs> Many ways to call into the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get Lee. into our second round here. I'm ready. All right, this is a question about uh, the World's Strongest Man competition. Okay. Are you familiar? Yes. Yeah, been in a few. you've watched it? No, uh, actually, did you I, say you've been in a few? Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I haven't watched it, but I worked at sports bars for a long time. Mm. Uh, so sometimes during during the day, when, yeah, when there's nothing when else e- on, nothing else is on. ESPN two is playing random stuff, yep. and it's slow. It's a Tuesday lunch shift. They've got yeah, the, you uh, watch it. You know the Power Saw yeah. Olympics, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is always awesome to watch. I'll tell you, the guy that requested this category, it was circled on the category request sheet, and he pulled me aside after the quiz and said. Lee, I know you got me on that world's strongest man question next week. I was like, I got you, man. Jesus Christ, that sounds like a like, threat. They really, they really <laughs> want it on. So, all right, I'll, I'll write the question. Okay, geez, man, and grabs team, the back of your neck. His team did not show up. Oh, <laughs> oh man, dude, I'll tell you, I can't stand that shit. God bless you, because if I did what you did, where I was like, oh, tell me what categories you want, and then people didn't show up for them, especially last question, I'd be so frustrated. Well, I turned it into a bit at Ollie's with a different question. I said, now for our next category here, you know, we take our category requests and sometimes people request some super obscure categories. And sometimes I say that's too obscure and I don't write that question. And sometimes that category lingers on category requests for months at a time. And eventually I say, okay, you know what? Tonight is the night. I'm going to give them that super specific category because they've been requesting it for weeks on, on end. And sometimes that team doesn't show up for that question. And sometimes that night is tonight. (laughs) Our category is 2010's Midwest Emo emo Revival Group Band Members. (laughs) Oh, God. 
I remember the one got that night right, that I filled though. in for I'll you. Say you that, I can you, see was that at Ollie's? That was at Ollie's. I can so see that crowd. Getting that's there, why right, I put yeah. it on for that yeah. quiz. I was like, if any, if there's ever going to be a venue that's going to, yeah. you know, now look, handle I, this, that's I, the one. I don't consider myself a music expert, but I think I know a fair amount about music. I remember, there was a night I was covering for you, I believe, at Palace. And you had written the questions. Mm-hmm. Something had come up and you had to not be there. And there was a question ab- that was about like Midwest emo something something. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of the band. Mm. <laughs> I was like asking the question going, looking out at the sea of young faces, people having no clue what the fuck I was asking about. Just going, man, this was like totally written with someone in mind. And even I have no fucking clue what's happening and I know tons about music and uh, just feeling so sorry <laughs> for well, all of them. <laughs> you got me curious now. Now I got to I gotta find it. But yeah, hopefully I've grown as a quiz master there. But I thought oh, yeah. Ollie's was a good venue for that, you know. Um, anyway, the, Ollie's a record shop as well. As a, By the as way, a bar. you're an extraordinary quiz master. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Here is your world's strongest man uh, question. And I'm going to try and look up that question that you asked at Palace uh, while you're sussing here. Competitors of the world's strongest man competition are often challenged to toss various increasing weights of what kind of object over a 14.6 foot tall bar. Competitors of the world's strongest man competition are often challenged to toss various increasing weights of what kind of object over a 14.6 foot tall bar. For some reason, my mind goes to chain. That's interesting. Mine goes to hammer. Chain, I think the problem with chain is that it would be too long. I feel like that's what makes it difficult. You got to bind up this heavy chain and toss it 14. But hammer makes sense. I My brain went to the tires at first, but they just like flip them. Flip them, yeah. And there is or a kegs. thing called a hammer toss. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a workout or something, mm-hmm. but there is a thing called a hammer toss. And they do a lot of stuff with kegs, too. They do do stuff with kegs. That's so maybe like, I mean, there's only like, there's mainly like maybe three different size kegs, but that's an option. Keg toss. Oh. Oh. Now, when I think of keg stuff, because I think I've seen these competitions like you, you're at the bar, you're alone, it's two in the afternoon, (laughs) you're wondering what the fuck is going on with your life, and you look up and you see some bulky guy that's probably eating steroids in his Wheaties in the morning, and he looks like he's about to burst out of his own skin, (laughs) he's about red as a ripe tomato, (laughs) and uh, he is picking up and carrying a cart with heavy kegs on it, and uh, you're wondering how in the hell has he gotten where he is. And this man is also eating 15 pieces of corn on a plane ride. <laughs> there was some documentary where a guy was doing that. Um, a whole documentary on that? They'll make docuseries on anything these days. It was about like a world's strongest guy. It was really, really good. It was really interesting. Uh, I can't remember any more about it, but it was kind of sad. Um <laughs> Like any good documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Is there any place to find, real quick as an aside, is there any place to uh, find um, I Like Killing Flies? I have been looking for that for years. The only place I can find it is you can buy it 
used on eBay for like 50 bucks or even like $100. I think I have a rip. You told me that years ago, and I think you sent it to me years ago, and I have it on a hard drive somewhere. The only other place I found it, and I've watched it numerous times on it, is YouTube. Um, you but can always find it. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And like the same, the, the, the same, the, the, is the YouTube version. But you might, I think, I remember you sending me one or, or seeing the one or something like that. That Yeah, you, I, you I was like, here over. it is. It's pretty low quality, though. It's like um, 360p. Ugh, but, man. um, what we used to put up with once upon a time. It is weird that movies looked better in like the 60s and 70s than they did in the 90s and 80s, though. Yeah. It, it's, it's display resolutions have gotten so much sharper that the old display resolution, you didn't need much because there just weren't that right. many pixels on it. Yeah. But the new iPhones and stuff have like eight times as many or even more than that. Anyway. Um... Well, what do you think, buddy? You think uh You think hammer? You think keg? I think, I think let's go with kegs. We both seem pretty excited about that. Is that okay? Or is your gut telling you hammer? We'll go with kegs. That's correct. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well done. Good going. I love how you guys uh, work your way to that. Thanks. That was great. And I'm glad you didn't abandon it either. We worked together. Now, Mark, that question, I did look that up. The uh, The category was new emo music. And the question uh, was, what Philadelphia-based pop and indie folk group with a name that is a romantic pun based on a U.S. state? <laughs> Is known for songs such as Cut Your Teeth and This Song Used to Be About You. I know. Why can I think of what band that is? It is a romantic pun based on a U.S. state. It's a folk band. Indie I'm pop thinking folk. like something like. It's from way back in 2019, October 14th. Oh, 2019. Oh, no, mm-hmm. not the band. So the no, band no, but yet. the question so was. Written, like, and it was new emo music was the category at the time. It's thinking about the Helsinki band, but they're actually from there. Not from Philadelphia. I'm saying like Tilly in the Wall. Architecture in Helsinki, I believe, uh, are Australian. Of. Australian, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, you don't remember, do you? I don't. Virginia is for lovers. That's not a pun, though. See, I was thinking like uh, Motion City soundtrack, but that's not really a pun, and that's also not a folk band. Maybe an emo band to stretch. I don't know. <clears throat> Midtown? No, just tell me the answer. What's the answer? Kississippi. I don't know who that Kississippi. is. Kississippi. Yeah, well, there you go. That's what Mark I thought said. that was. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I, I want to see how, how many teams got that right. Um, no one. No teams got that <laughs> right that night. So apologies to Kississippi. There's someone out there who is waiting for that opportunity to be like, I know this. This yeah. is for me. Fire one your publicist. Yelling, their, <laughs> yelling that name. At the top of their uh, at the top of their lungs, uh, they're they've been released on Alco Pop Records and Triple Crown Records, as well as Soft Speak. Well, so there yeah. you go. Well, would you like to hear my Midwest emo question while we're here? I mean, just yeah. pair these two questions sure. together. I think this one might be a little easier for you, actually, uh, mainly because I took your hint. Because the last time I mentioned this category to you, you said you should just write it about. Uh, this duo, or not this duo, but uh, this group. Where is it? I almost smoothly did this. So close. Here it is. 
And the category one more time is band members of 2010's Midwest emo revival groups. What band active from 1997 to 2007 before reuniting in 2014 was formed by Mike Kinsella and Steve Holmes while both were still attending high school in Wheeling, Illinois? American football. Sounds right. That's right. Very good. Now, how many teams got this one right? This would be... Were you asked as Ollie's? Yes. At least two. Uh, Percentage-wise. Oh. I know someone who loves American uh, football. I'll say 30%. 10. Mark's closer. 33%. Oh, wow. So a third of the teams got this right in the room out of, uh, well, I'll just tell you, it was uh, four teams got this right out of nine. Okay. Yep. I like American football, so but 33%. even I know someone who's no, a big three fan, teams they're like, right I went and saw him live. And I was so fucking bored. <laughs> and I was like, I could see that. Yeah. There oh, I of- saw him live and I love the show, actually. Oh, well, I mean, everyone's different. Yeah. But I, I was see, supposed I to go that. with Greg. He got me a ticket. But the night that he was going, something came up and I wasn't able to go. Yeah, Greg's and I was a big so fan. pissed. And he, he did score me a vinyl while he went, nice. which was very, very cool. Zero percent to 33 percent on emo indie music. I'll take it. I think I've improved a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Here's your question for me. Ovine. Is relating to or resembling sheep. Bovine is relating to or affecting cattle. What is caprine relating to or resembling? Ovine is relating to or resembling sheep. Bovine is relating to or affecting cattle. What is caprine relating to or resembling? C A P R I N E. So what's the three start? The three starts of the three words you haven't written down. It's ovine, bovine, and caprine. Ovine being sheep. Ovine, bovine, bovine being cattle. Being cattle, and caprine, I think, being goat. goat? Capricorn is a ah, goat. Yeah, and it's got to be something that uh, you know they can um li- like some kind of a livestock like a pig. Exactly. Or a goat, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. My daughter's Capricorn. That means I don't know any. I don't know anything about that, but that's what I am. I think it means you were born around our New Year, right? (laughs) Sometime around. That's about all it means. Either a little before or a little after. Yeah, uh, it means that and nothing more. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, (laughs) Carl Sagan over here. (laughs) Let's go with goat. Yeah, let's do it. Goat is correct. All right. Great job, guys. Thank you. Is it my turn? Mm -hmm. It is. All right, let's um, overrun is a term referring to the amount of air that is mixed into what sweet treat? Overrun is a term referring to the amount of air that is mixed into what sweet treat? Air. Mm-hmm. Do you know this? Well, uh, there are a few sweet treats that are poofy and have lots of air in them there is cotton candy there is marshmallow overrun how's cotton candy made it's sugar Mm -hmm. that is heated up and spun it's referred to as uh, fairy floss across the uh, across the ocean. 
Um, so the it's, Atlantic Ocean. It's uh, yep. It is heated up and then turns into the wispy hairs. God, there's. Uh, it's been a long time since I had some fucking cotton candy. That sounds good as shit. I'm not a it's cotton candy person. The air's not mixed into it, right? Well, there's air going, like hot air. It but is? I, I don't know if there's air mixed into it, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, marshmallow, I want to say that's whipped. But that's not air mixed in, is it? Is whipping? Like, mixed in, to me, sounds like it's an additive process. Yeah. Add, well, so my first idea, let me just say this. My first idea was icy, mm. but it's not air. It's yeah. CO2. CO2 is mixed into icy? Yeah. It's like carbonated or something? Yep. And icy? It gives it its texture. Wow. Think I about never when you, realized think what about was when going perfect, on there. Think about when you leave a soda in the freezer mm-hmm. and you remember at the perfect time and it's like, a chunky slush. ice like a slush. Okay. I didn't realize that was go- that's alcohol what was too, going alcohol on there. Too will do that. Okay. Wow. So overrun. Maybe we can start sussing there. What's overrun? Like why is it called overrun? I don't know. Why would you name it that? Like, it's like you have too much air or something. It's like the extra is what the implication, right? Yeah. That's the overrun in the sweet treat. Could it be some kind of pastry that's like fluffed up a baking thing? Anything from Bake Off? Ring a bell? Not right off. No. Hmm. Man, I'll tell you, I made some. uh, My girlfriend and I made some Neapolitan Rice Krispie treats. Strawberry chocolate and classic. Rice Krispie yeah. treats are hard to fucking beat. However, I do want to make some with uh, cinnamon toast crunch because mm. that shit sounds just. Yeah, you can do with any cereal, man. You know? Oh, absolutely. It's great. Yeah, Golden Grams. What's your favorite cereal? Um, I'm not a big cereal person, um, but I would have to. That's say, not what I asked. Actually, if I had to eat one cereal for the rest of my life, it would hands down be Honey Bunches of Oats. Honey Bunches of Oats are a jam. Dude, throw some blueberries in there and you are going fucking ridiculous. I do like Banana Nut Crunch, too. Yeah. I like the old old people cereal. That's what I'm, I'm told. I'm so hungry. I, just, I, I am mean, star. I have not eaten <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. And I'm thinking of that sandwich out there and I want to get wings so bad. Uh, so let me just go ahead and guess at something. <laughs> um, overrun. Overrun. Sweet treat. Any Hollywood handbook fans will know that uh, the dictionary definition of uh, a cookie is sweet treat for friends. And the definition (laughs) for a cracker is, whoa, quite a cruncher. Wow. All right. I subscribe to this. Not the podcast, (laughs) but the theory. I know it's one that's often recommended. I'm going to get to it eventually. What's it called? Hollywood Handbook. Oh, okay, yeah. That's good. I've heard a couple episodes. The Insider's Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names. Overrun. These red carpet line hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What up? What up? Okay. Um, <laughs> overrun, sweet treat. Uh, I mean, I keep going back to icy, even though it's maybe technically, I guess it's not air, though. It's CO2. That's a gas, right? That is and a what gas. Is air, I mean, air gas. is a gas. Well, yeah. It's a gas, gas, gas. 
Um, sweet treat with air in it. <sighs> what if it's uh, Dippin' Dots or something like that? Like a nitro ice cream. Well, then we're getting further away from air. Uh, we just admitted it's gas. We can. <laughs> this opens up all sorts of possibilities. But, yeah. Carbon monoxide. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> can it's I like hear the Jones, question one Jones more time? Town massacre, right? Is that, no, that was cyanide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, uh, overrun is a term referring to the amount of air that is mixed into what sweet treat? Mixed in. Mixed in, huh? Mixed in. Overrun. Make some funny sounds. Mm-hmm. What I sweet treat sounds like headphones. that? Um, air that's mixed in. Moose. Moose. Sweet treat. Does anybody eat moose? Somebody oh. does. What if it's like ready whip? Could be. I don't know anymore. Air, aerosol whipped cream. Whipped cream. Also not gas or also not air. You're whipping air. up some cream and it's like still pretty like liquidous. And somebody's like, you need more overrun. Keep going. Keep whipping. Here's the thing I'm thinking, though. Like when you whip cream, you, you literally when I made bread, I mm-hmm. or bread, when I made butter, you're not. You're not putting air in it are you not uh, maybe you are are you not (laughs) are you not putting air into it i mean i don't want the reason that it's uh, the reason that it's increasing in volume is because there's more air in it right let's say whipped cream overrun the name though this is just i don't i don't want to get another one wrong man this sounds like uh like a a, a, like cyberpunk a, a, no, i was gonna say a town in uh Game. like uh in in the shire oh, in yeah. <laughs> it was like we went to overrun or like in game of thrones yeah to be thinking a river run yeah to be overrun is to be taken over right yeah so it's something that is like maybe it is something whipped it's like taking over the space yeah sweet treat i don't know anymore. oh wait oh He's got something, folks. Tongue was firmly planted. He's thinking like a donut, maybe. Nose. They're very poofy, but then that, that pulls into mind all sorts of cakes and stuff. Yeah, I well, I mean. Yeast, but, yeast donut or cake donut guy? Um, I like old-fashioned. I'm not even sure that's what. A, yeah, that's a yeast? yeast? Yeah. yeah that's, I'm here to tell you Divine Donuts and Keep Growing Fort Myers is fucking killer. Oh, and they yeah. have a cronut. Hashtag not That'll ad, make you bust your nut. Recommendation. Can we hashtag hot partial take? ad No, they have to pay places? us for it to be an ad. Okay, that's, that's the whole fair. point is because you. you <laughs> yeah. The hashtag ad designates this is an advertisement. <laughs> that's so it's fair. like yeah, All right. yeah, method transparency. <laughs> we are open to trading donuts. Otherwise, people might think like, man, there's a lot of product placement in Dono. <laughs> they talk about a lot of food. We must be getting rich, and we're not. Join our Patreon, please. Yeah. Sitting here wearing like fur coats. <laughs> like donuts and McDonald's everywhere. From now on, let's just remove all brands from the podcast unless they pay us. It's just uh, uh, I was eating hard. at a local donut establishment. They were divine. We had tasty donuts. <laughs> they were, I'll say they were heavenly, but that's as far as I'll go. I'm drinking tea. It was very... McDonald's. 
Um, I'm going to gulp this down. It made me feel like an old man who had a farm. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, oh, donut. Donut's good. Do you mix an air? I mean, it's got elephant ear. It's got air in it. Ooh, funnel cake. But those, uh, those are fr- uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, just not to be pedantic here, but donuts aren't inherently sweet. The stuff that's added to them makes them sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that much that matters, but the same thing with funnel cakes. You take a funnel cake out of the water without putting any sugar on it. It's not a sweet Bread. treat. Yeah. It's what you have, my friend. Miscorrection here. You said water. I don't want anyone writing in. What happened? What you said take the funnel cake out of the water. Oh, yeah. Not water. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. The oil. <laughs> the hot, sticky water. <laughs> hot, sticky water. What do you think? Donuts definitely the have air in water. them. <laughs> huh? Donuts definitely have air in them. Yeah. But are they added? And are they sweet? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm almost going back to cotton candy because it's. What about cake? What about, hey, what about good old-fashioned cake? It's got air in it. That's (laughs) what puts the little holes in it. They are inherently sweet. You add sugar to them. Even without frosting, they are sweet. How do you add air to cake? By batter. You you mix the batter. Mm -hmm. Batter up. That's a baseball reference. Yep. I don't think that's. <laughs> I know you've been watching a, a lot of baseball. You've been like baseball themed cake shop. There you go. Batter up. <laughs> I know you've been watching a lot of I want of you to make off, a football. But... Sorry, can't do it. <laughs> Will you, you see the sign outside? Hockey puck. I'm sorry. Do you know what the fucking name <laughs> of the place is? It's batter up. <laughs> we just do. It's not holy Baseball goalie. diamond cakes. <laughs> holy goalie. Goalie moly. <laughs> That's next door. Yeah. That's next door. They go <laughs> to the not, other one. You run to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> puts, puts on a goalie mask. <laughs> Welcome to Holy Goalie. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if I could uh, get a football. No, I'm afraid not. Quarterback snacks. Right that sucks my punt. snacks. Pigskins, you know. <laughs> it's next door. Uh, do you want to say cake? Daddy, no, can I we don't. say cake? No. I think it's too basic of an answer, to be honest. I'm so hungry. Yeah. I'm going to start passing out here. Sweet treat. Whipped cream is a topping. Cotton candy is a sweet treat. We can go with cake. We're going to say cake. That was wrong. Uh, the answer is soft serve ice cream. Oh. And so a famous soft serve. Fa- famous uh, story to like the overrun, what they call overrun. You set like the, on these machines, you set like a percentage and it changes the mouthfeel. And, you know, there's all this to it. There's this, you know, so- yeah. ice cream is, there's a whole ice cream degree you can get in college because it's such a fascinating science. It's mind blowing. But um, so there's like this famous controversy. Mr. Was it tasty? Mr. In New York City, popular like soft serve tasty cone. I, it, they um, there's all, that word again, Mr. Tasty. By the way, was my name in prison. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't shy away from still using some tasty. <laughs> Indeed. Um, maybe that's why you're unsettled by that description. Could be. But there was like um the, in New York City, you know, all these little ice cream trucks and um, uh, Mr. Softy, Mr. Um, Softy, very famous also New York City. <laughs> That soft, soft food. Don't bother with him. It's Mr. Softy over there. Soft, soft food. It's soft and uh, soft. Trivia at Shady Oaks. (laughs) Featuring that soft, soft food. (laughs) 
If we ever hit the retirement soft, home circuit, oh boy, soft I'll be using that. Oh, that food's so good. It's the softest. Uh, it's just soft, soft. Go eat dentures or nothing. <laughs> oh, that's good. Anyway, so these 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 French these independently owned ice cream trucks that were very famous in New York City or still are would buy the mix from the company and put on the machines and serve it. Well, they, a bunch of them got in trouble because they were turning up the overrun and adding more air so that they were getting more product out of what the mix they were buying. Ah, using the potato chip oh. bag. So they had to like start cracking down, you know? Oh, so, so you, they regulated the so overrun. So people would not go to certain ice cream trucks. So one would come through the neighborhood and be like, oh, don't get that. Don't get oh. don't get it from him. And it's all air. It's all overrun. Street justice. Yeah, it's mm. like you get it. And it's like a, holding a feather, a cone of feather, you know? Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. I, I, I would still be like, this is pretty good. I justify it to yeah. myself. You know? Oh, it's interesting. They've got a, a very light flavor taste to it. All right. Here's your uh, next question for me. Okay. Lazar Ludwig Zamenhof invented which language intended to be a universal second language for international communication? Lazar Ludwig Zamenhof. Invented which language intended to be a universal second language for international communication? I'm assuming they're German. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I'm assuming it's something that never took off. Or do you disagree with that? It did have. So you know what it a is. Following. Is it like Yiddish? Well, do I know what it is? <laughs> I'm familiar with this. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Oh, okay. It starts with an S. I remember that. It's not Pig Latin? No. It's, imagine uh, the German version of Pig Latin. It's, uh... <laughs> you can't imagine. God damn it. It's, uh... He speaks... This is on you, man. Sorry. <sighs> What time is it? I'm going to give myself a proper amount of time here. Who is this, though? Who was? Who, I don't so care. you know who this guy is, though. I know that he's a guy who invented this. Type okay. Of Does he have what? Kind, what was he? What was his profession? Does that help? Mm, no, no, no. It's it's got a it's got its own name. It's like um, not sassafras. It's a uh, um, uh, it's a. Uh, Swahili keeps coming in. It's definitely not Swahili. It's a uh, Sir 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 Paul McCartney. Sir, uh, Shh. Shh. I'm just trying to throw S sounds to you. To I think it's sticks. it's S vowel. Okay. I'm gonna word all this shit. I was gonna say. Do you know how many letters roughly it is? I want to say seven to nine letters. Dut da dut. It's su something. So, su. Well, it's German, so I guess it's not German. So, what if it was so frito? It's it sounds like it could be a Spanish word. Okay. It's also got like a a ranch vibe to it. A ranch? Yeah, like it's got like a southwestern. Oh, okay. Like, oh man, it's a. Uh, he speaks Santa Fe. 
No. Uh, fuck. This is killing me. Well, it's not even going to be. It's not even going to start with an S. No, it does. I'm a hundred percent sure. That's what's killing me. Is I'm so close. I can't give up. It's a. Uh, Sir, sir, pen, sir, sir, uh, sir. What if it's that word on your piano? Shanthan hurt. No. <clears throat> Speakeasy. So free. So, so, Serenity. Oh, so ends with an L? Serrano? No. That's what's kind of ham. Close. Is on. That's what's kind of ham is on. That sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, Classico. Sound ago. Man. The pressure has built up too high. I can't. I need to know the answer. I just, I can't. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, Lee's a failure. We'll take the answer. <laughs> The correct answer, it does not start with an S, but it does start with <laughs> it does start with an S sound. Esperanto. Esperanto. Shit. Esperanto. What does it start with? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm. Esperanto. I, yeah, like Desperado. Esperanto. Yes. Damn uh, it. And yeah, that's why it sounds kind of ranch right. and western. Yeah, yeah. Taking into account all of the different kinds of language that uh the different uh sounds that languages don't usually take into account like the R sound that does not take place in a lot of uh his or um Asian, Asian languages, et cetera, et cetera. It was uh used or uh, it was uh made to make it so everybody would be able to speak clearly to one another. It's a good idea. Uh yes. Sense. The word Esperanto translate into English is one who hopes. Um there are still people who speak Esperanto um, and there are still some Esperanto like gatherings uh, where people will get together and speak Esperanto. People that speak Esperanto are called Esperantists. Um, and you can learn Esperanto on Duolingo as well. That's cool. Well, that's a good question. I'm very Thanks. disappointed myself for not getting it. But totally I totally thought like you were question. going to fucking get it in two seconds. Yeah. It was, Almost didn't ask. It was on the tip of my brain. I love I it when things are on your tip. <laughs> Just the tips. Mm-hmm. All right. An astronomy question is what I have next for you. Okay. Using a telescope of his own design in 1610, Galileo changed the field of astronomy forever when he observed and discovered four moons that at the time, interestingly, did not belong to Earth, but to which other planet in our solar system? So this was the first time that anybody observed a moon outside of Earth's. 1610, Galileo. Is it four of them? Yes. So it would be a planet with four moons. I know Jupiter has a bunch of moons. Um, Saturn has rings, so no moons, right? I think it still has moons. Think. Uranus has four moons, I think. Last I looked. <laughs> Those are hemorrhoids, Mark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Probably Uranus or um, Jupiter. Because not Mars. No. It's not Neptune. <laughs> it's 
not Pluto. What year was this? 1610. So nothing too far, right? And what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. Um, 1610s, the classic song. <laughs> so, you know what? I don't even know when I, I want to say Neptune wasn't even found until the 1700s, but maybe I'm wrong. I could be right. wildly wrong here. Um, Jupiter and Saturn, however, are very large. You're saying Jupiter's got a lot of moons in your right. I think we should go with Jupiter. Okay. Where people go to get more stupider. We're going to say Jupiter. As Holgas says, by Jove, you're yes. right. Yes. yes. It is the same, one in the same, the Roman god of thunder and lightning, Jupiter. Yes. And Jupiter actually, I believe, has at least 80 moons, but only Jesus four observed. Like, uh, calm the fuck down, Jupiter. Galileo still caught four of them. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This planet's lousy with moons. Yeah. Yeah, we've got one, but holy cow. <laughs> Jeez, I'm crow. Well done. Thank you. Skyler. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, glad we let that hang for a second. <laughs> All right. Um, many modern discoveries like mercury thermometers, refrigeration, pasteurization, and the glass bottle came to be while trying to solve multiple problems when processing what popular beverage? Many modern discoveries like mercury thermometers, refrigeration, pasteurization and the glass bottle came to be while trying to solve multiple problems when processing what popular beverage well let's just state the obvious yeah miak mhm aka milk that's right but the question is is this trickery could this be trickery it could trickery is a vegetable Ah, a lettuce. Hickory. Hickory chicory dot. It is? Yeah. Oh, okay. But my gut says go with milk. Pasteurized milk. Any other drink that you pasteurize? Could it be beer? See, this is why I like you. And this, <laughs> this is the is only the reason, only reason, I reason like why. You. That mm-hmm. could very well be. It's a question that seems like it would obviously lead you to milk, but I do think that, um, I mean, these all seem like problems that would need, you, you need temperature control, and uh, beer obviously has been brewed for millennia, right? And like essentially I, the oldest thing in the world mm-hmm. that they can trace back. Yeah. I'm not telling any tales out of school, but Skyler likes some beer. Mm-hmm. Skyler is a man who is not an alcoholic, but <laughs> as far thanks, as you know, thanks for clarifying <laughs> that to everybody. <laughs> but likes a good beer. I say we go with beer. Fuck it. Okay, we're gonna say beer. Yes, that's right. Hey, hey! it's man. crazy. There's even more. Um, I was watching this whole thing about all of these modern things that were invented to solve problems with beer, like in the process of, of beer, and it's crazy. Refrigeration. They could only brew half the year, and they wanted to brew all the time. So yeah. they figure out how to. Like, I want to get drunk all the time. It's just yeah. it's just crazy. Like pasteurization was invented um, when they were studying um, mold growing on beer. Like it's oh. I was I, I I've been studying and know obviously a lot about beer, but all those I was very shocked. It's like damn, without beer, like 
we wouldn't have a lot of things. Or we would have had them later on. And it's right? so great because, yeah. They had to build a space shuttle or something first, yeah, and then yeah. they would have got, oh, yeah, NASA. That would be a great the... last question for trivia because it. It's a big wager. Is the kind of thing mm-hmm. where people just think, oh, well, it's got to be milk. Mm-hmm. Because you think of Louis Pasteur, you think of pasteurization. Yeah. You always automatically think milk. Yep. You have to refer. You have to keep milk refrigerated to keep it good. Yeah, I mean, people. So you need would, a thermometer yeah. to make sure it's below a certain degree. Well, remember, people would drink beer most of the time because it was the safest option. Yeah, yeah right. You know, because they knew it was fermented, and if it if it tasted off, like they were trying to figure out why their beer kept souring. So that's what, how they figured out pasteurization. Mm. And even glass and bottles. You think of the milkman coming classic. every morning with a glass bottle. Did you know, like nine, like something like cr- a crazy t- statistic, like seventy or ninety percent of all glass bottles that are made in the world today are made by the same company who invented the glass bottle. Really? Wow. Yeah. They got the, uh, they invented the machine. They invented the machine. Yeah. That makes the bottles. There's a crazy statistic somewhere between 70 and 90%. We don't have an exact number. Cause I want to say it was but something. I want, I want to say it's something like as high as 90, but like 70 wow. is still a crazy statistic oh, yeah, of all, all the glass in the world. Absolutely. It probably fluctuates based on what else is going on in the market and stuff like that. Competitors. All right. That is the second round. Finally, this episode's going to be a monster, but it's going to be worth it. Absolutely. Let's take a break. Mm -hmm. Do we just not want to do a rate my question? I kind of want to do this one because it sticks with our theme here of food. Fantastic. A little bit. So we'll come back. We'll do a rate my question, and then we'll do our last questions for this episode of No Nonsense Trivia Podcast. Time for a rate my question. Lovely, Skylar, you fit in really well there. Actually, you're you're really good at the the theme songs here. I want to compliment you on that. I listen a lot. Yeah, thank you. All right, we've got a question here from Joe from Philly. Joe from Philly here again with another question for you. Here's the question: Carmine, a red dye commonly used in Campari. Lipstick and general so sauces is derived from what type of scaled insect? That's a beetle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, actually. A beetle. That's a red. I can't remember the actual name of the beetle, but it's a red beetle. I'll just read the question one more time for our listeners here. Carmine, a red dye commonly used in Campari, lipstick, and general so sauces is derived from what type of scaled insect? Does that sound right to you? Scaled insect? Mm-hmm. Are, do beetles have scales? I think they got like two tiny little scales on their back. <laughs> That's what makes that satisfying noise when you step on them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think you're I right. I don't do that. But <laughs> that's, that's, that's horrible. But, but when you accidentally step on a beetle, like the yeah, big okay, fat plump ones, you're like, sociopath like Skylar over I don't know if this is a Florida thing because we have a million lizards here, but I just remember growing up and kids putting lizards into the air conditioners. Jesus oh, God. no. Man, yeah, Brendan and Joey, being, I remember you. Those are the. Gro- <laughs> the I don't know. I don't know where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you're going to call them out, that's fine. I remember they're called the knolls. I think the lizards that yeah, we have yeah. here, and it was common for kids to like uh, they when you'd pick them up, they would sometimes open their mouth, and yeah, they would clamp onto your ears. Yeah. So yeah. we would have lizard earrings, or hold onto their tails, and their tails would break off and they'd regrow. Mm-hmm. There are all As kinds a, of. Yeah, their defensive it's, mechanism. It's so weird growing up in Florida. You're from Florida, mm-hmm. and yep. you're from Florida. 
and you grow up here and you become so accustomed to like like palmetto bugs and all these things and you forget that like other places don't have the kind critters. of wildlife well, it's like you walk out your front door here. and you walk down your sidewalk and the and you and at you just see lizards running like in every oh, direction absolutely. and you live here. You don't even uh, see them anymore. Yeah. And when people come down here, they're like, there's fucking lizards everywhere. And I'm like, there is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, those I think things? our Australian listeners can probably relate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They've got yeah. critters, too. critters all over the place there. So yeah, we'll say beetles. Okay. Uh, Skylar, you sounded pretty confident. I'm going to look this up though. Just I'm a little, I, I, I may kind of take issue with scaled, I mean, I guess maybe technically there's scales, but whenever I think of scales, I think, I think it's a good way to add someone put put someone down the wrong path. Which, yeah. if, if that's the intention, then I'm just good. trying to think of. I can't even like when I think of scales, I think of amphibians, not insects. Right. I don't know of any amphibian insects that I can think of. Well, we are wrong. Actually, Whoa. Oh, it's not a beetle at all. It's the cochineal. Okay. A, from Wikipedia, a scale insect. In the suborder Sternorhynchia, uh, Sternorhynchia, oh. which from which the natural dye carmine is derived, and uh, this is a drawing of the female and the male. The male is the one with the wings, and the female is the little. I wonder one what color there. I wonder what color it does. I, I automatically assume like red. Yeah, that's what or I was like thinking. purple, because um, I was thinking of that red beetle that I know they do use in makeup and stuff. This under this comment here under the uh, chemical model says the insoluble aluminum and calcium salts of this acid form red and purple dyes called carmine. Oh, weird. It is uh, the word is the cochineal is derived from the Spanish cochinilla, in turn derived from the Latin cochinus meaning scarlet colored or from the latin cocum meaning berry yielding scarlet dye a very specific word right jesus there. yeah they had it all figured out in latin that makes <laughs> sense because cochineal is similar to uh, cochinita mm-hmm. bill yeah which is like a type a of red. pork but they use like a red marinade which is the aneto seed so that's a good way to try to remember i guess this says uh, some sources identify the Spanish source word for cochineal as cochinilla woodlouse, a diminutive form of Spanish cochino, cognate with the French cochon, meaning pig. Ah, so there's another connection there. There you go. Yep. All right. So we got that one wrong. <clears throat> now, this I does guess I always thought it was a beetle. <laughs> a right, a scale insect. Um, on Wikipedia, and w- Wikipedia defines scale insects as small insects in the order Hemiptera. Um, so, is it scaled? I don't know that it has scales. Well, it said scaled in the Wikipedia article, didn't no, it? No, it says scale. No D. And then oh. when I look at the page for scale insect, it has its own page. So... Let me, I'm just doing a little a extra research insect? here to see if this thing has scales. Might have to change it to scale, not scale, mm-hmm. if you're going to be accurate, I guess. I didn't know. That's a weird difference. There's no etymology, unfortunately, on Wikipedia. Etymology, scale, insect. Yeah, the cochineal is a scale insect. Huh. I mean, look at the picture. It looks like it's got little scales. 
No, okay. But are they scales? <laughs> is that why they're called scales, or are those something else? I don't know. They don't Let's look like scales. Here. It looks like a little raisin. There's 8,000 species. There's 8,000 species of scale insects. So this is not a descriptor of them being scaled. Okay. This is a family group. Um, How is it worded in the question, though? It's worded it's scaled. scaled with okay. a D. Now, does this insect have scales? This describes them as having domed scales. So this is a scaled right. scale insect. So I don't think I, I really have a problem with that anymore, actually. I think it's it's so scaled that it's named after the scales that it has. So I think that's actually pretty good. Now, let's rate this. Carmine. A red dye commonly Carmine. used in Campari lipstick and general so sauces is derived from what type of scaled scale insect? I added that second scale there, but you get the idea. Uh, I'm going to give it an A minus. It's very, very hard. Um, and it, I think the scale, though, may being factual, factually accurate is a little bit of a mislead because I don't think a lot of people refer to those insects as scale insects. Well, uh, he didn't use scale insects. He used scaled. So he's oh, using he the descriptor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I just wanted to double check. I mean, obviously it would be kind of silly, I guess, if they were named scale insects and they didn't have scales, but yeah. yeah um, I've never heard of the cochineal. Have you? No. So this is very difficult. I would say, have you heard of it? Mm. We went with, I, beetle. I think I, when I went with beetle, mm-hmm. I think I always thought that was a beetle. Because when you look at it dried, it looks like a little beetle. Yeah. So I think my mind just assumed it was a beetle. Beetles have been used to create many different dyes. So I was right there with you. I thought yeah. that's that's where my mind went first, too, even though that's a generic term. A better a better version of the question, I think, would be to ask, like, what color mm. it makes. Carmine is a word for deep red color. So it's a color name. And that's an interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not know that, but that's an interesting kind of built in hint. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously guessing colors with beetles come in many different colors. Beetles, right. I think the largest family of insects or something like that. Some fact like that. Yeah. So, I mean, there are green beetles, there are blue beetles, there mm-hmm. are many different colors. Um, I think that would be a better version of the question. I, I don't know enough about the scale scaled thing. If scaled with a D would still be, um, like appropriate to use. I think there. it is. I think it's almost <clears throat> coincidental. Maybe that it's B plus. Yeah. Okay. Final offer. B plus. Skylar. Um, I'll give it four out of five kettle cooked potato chips. All right. You yeah. like this one? Yeah, it's not bad. I, I'm. I think it's. I think it's good because I think like we did. We thought we knew the answer, mm-hmm. but if we um, it has that milk beer kind of answer yeah, yeah, relationship yeah. where you feel confident. Yeah, which I think makes for a good question, and then you're like, uh-huh, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. But uh, so, yeah, you have four out of five. Right on. Okay, let's uh, pibs it out. Is it popular? Uh, the subject matter is very popular. Food and animals are both common category requests. Is this answer popular? No, this is a very difficult answer to get. So I would definitely, in its current form, use this as a uh, final question, maybe, you know, because the cochineal 
um, it's just not a well-known creature. I don't think, you know, no. it does serve this role that we're all uh, accustomed to in society of Campari and lipstick and journal. So sauce sauces, most of us anyway, familiar with those, but most probably cannot name the cochineal. And, uh, maybe Mark is right. Asking about the, uh, color itself or the name of the color. I mean, red would be like the easiest answer you could do is like, what color is carmine, which shares the name with a beetle. It's used red dye. Or, uh, I'm sorry, cochineal, not a beetle. <laughs> uh, you could make it slightly harder by asking what is the name for a deep red color that is used in food dyes, uh, Campari, lipstick, and general so. And you could look for carmine as your answer, or I think it, this is your ultimate difficulty. Ask for the name of the creature itself, the scaled insect. So I'm going to give this a capital P for popular. Um Maybe a you know what I'm actually going to give this a uh, a p point five. It's close. The answer is very difficult though. Let me give this a p point five. Is it interesting? I think the combination of food and insect kind of give this like an icky quality that is interesting. It's engaging to the audience. They're like, oh my gosh, what we're eating? What is it? Beetles? No, it's not beetles. The cochineal, but. I like that combination, and uh, I'm going to give this a capital I for that. Uh, scaled insect. Mm, there are so many of them, you know? There's just so many of them. So I'm going to give it a little B. And I think maybe some more info about this insect, like its, uh, its location of origin, its size, maybe some other physical features. That could be helpful, but it is real. Like I said, it's so it seems to be such a uh, uh, hard to get answer that I, I don't even know if that would really help out. Maybe something about the fact that it's uh, its name is derived from a word that uh, type of um, taco meat is also named from. Maybe that would get us going cochineal pabil since we've got Skylar here. Or have or just having the name of the bug in the question and altering what the answer is going to be. Right, right. I mentioned that at the beginning, but I'm I'm trying to rate this on how it is oh, just gotcha, in its okay. current form. But I think adding a, a hint like about like the the cochineal and the cochinita, something along those lines, because a, a lot more people probably eat those burritos than know about this insect, I would guess. And finally uh, are short and sweet. Is it short and sweet? Yeah, I'd say so. I don't really see a problem with this. I'll tell you, there's an Oxford comma here, uh, Campari lipstick comma and general. So, which threw me off, but I like an Oxford comma. So I'm not going to dock at any point. When they're done that. correctly. Yeah, exactly. This provides clarity. So capital S, uh, P point five, capital I, lowercase B, capital S, a P is your rating, Joe from Philly. And there you have it. B plus, four out of five. You gave it a B plus, right? Four out of five kettle chips, mm -hmm. kettle cooked potato chips, and a pips. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question. Rate us with a write my question. You can do so at nononsensetrivia at gmail.com or call us at 1-929-356-6966. Skyler. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to get beat up. <laughs> hey, Skyler, what are you doing in our neck of the woods, nerd? Cool shirt, bro. 
<laughs> this guy, Jason Isbell, liked my shirt and asked me to trade. And I was just thinking, like, man, I'm not in middle school anymore. I'm not trading you shirts here. In the Maybe I should have, though. Wait, here in somebody, the lobby of, uh, somebody at the concert did? Yes. What shirt were you wearing? I was wearing that yellow shirt with the cats on it. That bright yellow shirt. Okay. Maybe what shirt do they it. have? It's plaid. Just like a normal, like, Old Navy or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, no I'm not. Keep my cat shirt. Yeah, I'm not going to lose <laughs> in this fucking trade, buddy. Bullshit. All that tells me is I had a, a nice shirt on. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. You want me to go? Mm-hmm. Ready? All right. Did we <clears throat> not say Skyler? Skyler. <laughs> All right. During the 1992 <laughs> Summer Olympics, what country won the men's basketball bronze medal while famously sponsored by the rock band The Grateful Dead due to the country's dire economic situation? So the Grateful Dead sent this team to the Olympics? Is that what you're telling me? Like they needed some money and they were sponsored by... I think the Grateful Dead, like, was on their side. You want me to reread it? Yeah, please. During the 1992 Summer Olympics, what country won the men's basketball bronze medal while famously sponsored by the rock band The Grateful Dead due to the country's dire economic situation? sponsored that's interesting they sent them they paid for them much like monty python sponsored pink floyd's woke ass album dark side of the moon (laughs) and i will say and i'll just throw this in there that yes they wore like tie-dye basketball uniforms hell yeah they're very sought after if you can only imagine what if it was just ben and jerry (laughs) just the two of them 92 Mm -hmm. so this was Probably the game that prompted the U.S. to put together the Dream Team. In 96? Mm-hmm. Well, we had some amazing basketball players in 96, too, as well. Yeah. I don't want to say it writes itself, but that was when the Bulls were kind of at their pinnacle. And a rising ship elevates all boats, right? Patrick Ewing, I think, was getting hot at that time. and Ewing. Yeah. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, the, the absolutely the Larry Bird, Scotty Pippen. Pippen. No. Uh, and uh, no diggity. What's his name? Punk ass. Uh, the one college player, Christian Leitner, oh. was on the team, though he had no reason to be there. Um, was Dennis Rodman ever on the dream t- on the? Bus? I think so. Yeah. 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 Even before Charles he joined Barkley. up with the Bulls, he was uh, yeah, he's on the Spurs, right? I can't remember um, which team, but David Robinson. Anyway. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Um, so you one said of the they first won bronze this, or silver. This, this country won bronze. Bronze, okay. Oh, they won bronze. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if yeah, they might not have LeBron's. been on. <laughs> Lebron's medals. Um, economic. Uncertainty, economic, economic hardship. Mm-hmm. Russia? After the Soviet Union? Could be. Or any of those countries, I guess. Russia's not the only country that was in the Soviet Union, obviously. Let me float a weird one to you. Canada. 92. Economic Very hardship? close to America. I'm just trying to think why... The Grateful Dead would care about this country. They must have played there. They must have played there. 
right? Maybe. Maybe they were just feeling uh, philanthropic and said, you know, we've got these resources. They need them. Just real quick before we go any further. What a great fucking question. Yes. Oh, thanks, man. Holy yeah. shit. This yeah. is awesome. I thought yes. you guys. This were, is interesting as hell. I thought you were going to know this answer like that. No, this is this is interesting as hell. It's fun. Yeah. Um. You know, and there is. I know between you and I, Lee likes his questions. Maybe a little too short. I like a little information. I do, too. But even if you don't want to give the information, there's good follow up rapport that you can just. You can just talk about this, like the tie-dyed uh, jerseys would have been great to throw in the question. Yeah. It's just yum, 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 yum. <laughs> oh, eat that up. I totally agree, but I resent the Love fact it. that you said I like questions that are, quote, a little short. You've you've asked some short questions on this podcast. <laughs> I before. have, but I do not have it as a necessity for my questions. It's got to be short I think and there is, sweet. I think, there is a, I think there is a reason for like, questions to be longer land mammals. Yeah, great. That's all I want on my questions. Thanks. No, I'm just saying that's a good answer. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. It is. There are questions that do not need any. There are questions that do not need any, you know, flavor to them. But there are some that have so much interesting stuff around them that daddy wants them long. Daddy wants them thick. It's one of those things where it's only a problem if it feels too long. If and that's can, all a matter of if, opinion. If you can, yeah, if you can remember all the details and it's interesting, I don't really have a problem with it. But if there's a bunch of extra stuff in there that's not like we had one about the Simpsons, load up all these jobs that Homer had, and then it asked something completely irrelevant. Oh, I agree. Then in that case, that. I completely agree with you. Yes, there is a country that the Grateful Dead cared so much about that they paid for them to go to the fucking Olympics. What a for weird basketball. fucking thing for basketball. Of all sports. Um, and then the team went and won bronze. Mm-hmm. Well, we can think of a couple of countries that are like good at basketball and have done well. Um, there are a lot of European players. Uh, Greece, I feel, is a country that it could be. Um, obviously, the countries around America... Mexico, Canada. Um, so a team that is that's good at basketball. Yeah, I mean they won bronze, mm-hmm. yeah. and even at the time, other you know there were countries that were doing pretty well. Economic hardship ninety two hasn't hasn't Jamaica been rife with economic hardship over the years, and don't they like? Smoking some weed down there. I've heard. I mean, and aren't the Grateful Dead kind of associated with hippie psychedelic culture? Could it be Jamaica? Could be. I'm not going to say it's not. Um, right by the beach. Mm-hmm. Boy. Cool <laughs> Runnings is out that year. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Jerry Garcia's watching... The Disney Channel. Didn't cool he die by then? On. Oh, probably. Ninety-two. I don't know. Maybe it was a little Definitely bit Definitely in the later. 90s. It was in the 90s, I think. Man. 92. I don't know. 
There are a lot of countries in the fucking world. Yeah. We know the ones that it's not. It's not mm-hmm. Germany or America or England. There are a lot of big countries. We're thinking of probably a smaller country. How much does it cost to go to the fucking Olympics anyway? Like, can't even Canada can a afford dumb it. answer. Canada and Mexico, they're giant countries. Yeah, they can scrap it together. Scrape it together. Yeah. Um, Jamaica might be good, man. Maybe it's Jamaica. Maybe you're right. Probably a newly independent country. I'm not exactly sure what year, but you know they're trying to make their, 50s their own and way. 60, in the I want to say 50s or yeah. 60s because that is mm-hmm. how little music lesson for you. That is where ska music originated from. Was a like celebratory music of them breaking off from England's rule, and they were all partying and dancing in the streets. And sound system is a combination of soca music and uh, early R and B. Um, so it was like yeah, 50s, 60s, somewhere in there. Uh, but still relatively young. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, 30 America. years is enough time to be like, oh, shit. I think we should go with Jamaica. Fuck ja- it. Jamaica. That's wrong. Oh. Right. What a good story, though, huh? <laughs> Would have been great. <laughs> it's uh, Lithuania. 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 Oh, yeah. okay. It was like right after they had, they had uh, were no longer part of the Soviet Union. Mm, uh, they had is. a thing. Now, if you think back at 92, they had a lot of stories. There's a lot of basketball players in the NBA yep. from Lithuania. Grateful Dead, why do they care? Because what? they wanted to stick up for the good guys. Like they wanted they wanted to support them because Oh, so they were just feeling philanthropic, yeah. basically. I guess it was the, Grateful Dead wasn't the only one to sponsor, but they um were famously the ones who sponsored their their uh and supplied them with the uniform. So they had a yeah, very visual component of Yeah, the, so they had the the skull. Does he have a name or anything? I don't know. There's the skull and the dancing bear. Yeah, it's like the skull, icons. like you know, mm-hmm. slamming a basketball, tie dye, super cool. Awesome. You look at some of the pictures. Yeah. Um, oh man, I wonder if they ever made collectors' versions of that. Like, look at the. Here, can I take that? Um, that looks awesome. Yeah. Tie dye, super. Can you imagine that? Like their mascot was a bunch of dancing bears. The while they play. That'd be fucking sweet. You got to show that to Mark. Um, the uh, the poker player Tony G, if anybody is big into poker, is uh, Lithuanian. Oh, that's so killer. And uh, he is one of the biggest shit talkers in poker. <laughs> Even if you don't like poker, you should probably watch a couple clips of him and how hated he is. It's pretty amazing. All Mark. right. Here's my last question for you, and I'll make it a food question. In 2001, what surpassed tuna as America's most eaten seafood? In 2001, what surpassed tuna as America's most eaten seafood? So I want to go shrimp mm. uh, as definitely top one of the top possible answers, and like crab because of, and lobster because but that lobster is expensive and so is crab. But shrimp is cheap. Uh, the only other thing I could think of would be like a generic white fish, like cod. I still want to say shrimp just because that seems like the obvious answer. Yeah, even people feels don't like, like there was a lot more like shrimp, shrimp advertising in that era. Like, oh, you can shrimp. eat shrimp. Yeah, mm-hmm. you go to you go to uh, Applebee's, ten ninety nine. You can just KFC, eat fucking buckets shrimp. of fried shrimp, and no one's mm-hmm. going to judge you. You go to Red Lo- yeah, go to Red Lobster and get Long John Silver's. Oh my god, I was, went I went down bigger then. I went down a Long John Silver's rabbit hole. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, I was watching videos on YouTube. I was reading all about them. I fucking love Long John Silver's. That's what introduced me to the Hush Puppy 
as a food item. I never love, had one. Who doesn't a, love hush puppies? Mm-hmm. I think I that really. I think that you make a great hush puppy, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, you do. The jalapeno and the honey. Mm. I think. Um, I think that uh, Long John Silver's is one of those things that if it came out, if it, if it were to be a new concept today, it would be uh, more popular because people don't eat as much meat. They're always mm-hmm. looking for a more healthy, even though it's fried seafood, but that makes yeah. people feel like it's healthier than eating fried chicken or, or right. beef. Yeah. But anyway, love Long John Silver's. I like shrimp. I like cod and grouper as well. Um, my first thought was salmon, but you're right. The price point. Salmon is a good mm-hmm. point. Sushi too. maybe being like the. Coming big in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. But man, that's a lot. You imagine people eating more, more salmon than, than sh- more than and more than shrimp. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. It's it's a little hard to Even believe. Even people who don't like seafood eat shrimp. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Now, he did not say fish. He said seafood, which is interesting because that opens up the door for shrimp to be the answer. Right. I don't know if that makes it more attractive to us as an answer, but. Um, he could have said fish. It replaced tuna as what? Yeah. Fish. So shrimp. I like it. Let's do it. Shrimp is our answer. Shrimp is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Awesome, dude. Great job. Very good. Very good. thinking good. there. Okay. Now, my last question. My last question is, uh, this is a question about, uh, as I mentioned earlier in our weekly wrap-up, we got Star Wars trivia coming up on February 18th at Point E. Bell Brewing Company. And I did mention that it's going to be mostly newer Star Wars questions, but I have a classic Star Wars question. Didn't you ask a Star Wars question last week or I might Star have. Trek? Uh, maybe. Yeah, it's okay. Star Trek's my favorite Star Wars movie, though. I might be mentioning this more frequently anyway, just to try and promote the show. <laughs> a little you know, the nerds. <laughs> a little bit. Just hurt. Here's your Star Wars question. Your Love classic you. your classic Star Wars question. <clears throat> Here's your classic Star Wars question. What three word phrase was adopted by Star Wars purists after George Lucas's notorious edit of the Cantina scene? In 1997's Star Wars: A New Hope Special Edition. Well, thank God I actually know this. Yeah, Oof. I know what the I know the canteen scene. I only know I've never seen the movie, but that's cantina. Like, that's like the bar they hang out in, right? Right, not the scene where they're all sharing that. I canteen. only know that because I've seen the pictures of like the bar that's at Disney now, right? And you get the drinks and stuff. Where that's the band actually is playing a little jizz. That is yes, they're playing jizz music. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, the um. The cantina at Disney is not the most icely cantina from A New Hope. It's a different cantina. Okay, Because it's gotcha. like they got their own planet there. It's Baku is the planet. It's Cantina Laredo. That's a local restaurant for <laughs> all y'all out of town. Oh, it's lo- that's, is it no, local? it's a chain. It is it's a chain. It's a small chain, yeah. Uh-huh. Not oh. a big chain, yeah, but it's small. You win or you done. learn. You can't lose. I'm learning. It's here. good. It's great. I, I love it. Yeah. It was very It tasty. was a joke because big, small gets the job done. You know? <laughs> now, Mark, you're confident here. I was shocked that, uh, let's see here, less people got this right than my previous question about, about Mississippi. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I didn't ask that question. I asked a different one. Uh, but I was shocked to find out that only 21% of the teams got this right. Wow. Yeah. I thought this was going to be much easier. And you know the answer? think so so what happened was i can't remember i'm sure lee can indulge us indulge me in the in the history of it but it is a scene where both han solo and a character named greedo are talking and they both have their little guns 
under the table. And initially, Greedo fires at Han, and then Han retaliates. But when they did the remake, they... um, See, this is where I want to make sure... Because it's... Yeah, because the saying is... Greedo shot first. Han shot first? See, here's the thing. I don't remember which one it is. (laughs) That's one of those. I'm trying to think of, like, why they would have changed it. And because Han... So maybe it's Han shot first. And I think what they did was he shot Greedo first, because Greedo's the bad guy, because Han's a good guy, right? Okay, following. And when they remade it, they made it so Greedo shot him first, so he was retaliating, so it made him not the bad guy. Gotcha. And I think that's what they did. I think I I I I, I think I've been conflating the two in my mind, so I'm just gonna hope that I'm right. I think it's Han shot first. Okay. We're gonna say Han shot first. Great sus mark. That's Ugh. right. Yep, you you got there. Uh, yeah, Ugh. originally Han shot first to, to kind of indicate that he's not a good person, right you now. And then uh, they they sanitized his character in the special edition by making Greedo shoot first, so that Han is merely retaliating. I don't know why Greedo shot first was in my head mm-hmm. and made me kind of want to say that right off. But the, when I started telling you why. So thank you for asking, because that put me into thinking about why that would have happened and made me realize it's actually Han. I'm just going to start yeah. arguing with Star Wars fans. Oh, yeah. They know Han didn't shoot first. Greedo did. Greedo did. As of the 1997 special edition. Yeah. Like, I don't watch the old mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> I watch the remastered version. I don't watch the stuff from 45 years ago. I watch the stuff from 30 years ago, <laughs> 35 years ago. Um, and I just want to note to our quiz masters, when I asked this live, I did say featuring Han Solo and Greedo to describe that scene. Just So even with that, they only 21% got that right. Even with that extra Damn. clue, which I thought was dead giveaway. But yeah. More than enough. There you go. All right. Well, I think that's our quiz for today. Skylar, I cannot wait to sink my teeth into this delicious sandwich. That's and thank you for do. being with us. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I had to beg Lee to be here. No, you don't. You never have to beg. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We already, you know, can't wait to have you on again, obviously. Uh, hopefully it's not too long in between this time. Indeed. Thanks, Skylar. Thanks. And thanks for listening, everyone. Please join us every morning for a new episode by subscribing to No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the no-no in several ways, the easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including two new proverbial light keepers. The aforementioned Paul. Thank you. He uh, told me the day that I saw him that he had signed up. So thank you, Paul, for your Patreonage. And James also. Thank you, James. We appreciate the both of you. A big thanks to our quiz daddies, Sam Spencer, Blake, a.k.a. Motor Liquor, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esma and Redcrest Kitchen, 
Tim at Pat's Garden Service, Tommy, and Gil. It's Gil. Our team captains, Hayden, Matt, Mo, Rick G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and DHX3. Skyler, we are here to thank you in person. Thank you so much. Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Josh, Cameron, Stephen Day, Cy, Caitlin, Mike K, Adam, Cole, baby, Frank, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, aka Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F, Justin P, Justin Peters, Han, shot first. And Justin M. Justin Montpellier. Oh, oh. Justin the. Justin Montpellier. <laughs> I, I didn't read <laughs> another quiet answer that I had, and I almost gave away an answer to a future question. Oh, geez. So I didn't want to. That's why I went, oh. <laughs> and thanks to our Rumble Snail Skin, Holgast, Mark with a C, Bill, Seth, Littlest of Lambs, Aunt Kiki, Clay, Ian, Andrea, Aleo, Tim, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H-Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Steven, Kenya, Dallas, and all my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Alex, and Mike J. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question. Or rate us with a write my question. Or a missed correction or even just a little no note. So tiny. No nonsense trivia gmail.com is the email address or call us at 1-929-356-6966. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. What if following us isn't enough? What if you want to be all up in our cracks and crevices? What if you want a chance to talk to us? If you'd like to hang out with us throughout the week, we have a Discord channel you can join. Just check the show notes for that. We also have a Facebook group. The link for that is also in the show notes. Or you can just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five, Five stars only, please. Until next time, No Nonsense listeners. Good day. <laughs> that is a ode to um, Sandwich Dad. If you don't follow him on Instagram, oh, okay. you she's a Canadian who just makes sandwiches. And every t- at the end, he always takes a bite and he goes, Good day. <laughs> it is a good day when you're having sandwiches. That's true. <laughs>